Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. There is a saying that you don't stop playing when you grow old, but rather you grow old when you stop playing. Iconic Life is an adventure-driven company that seeks to embrace life to the fullest and to never stop playing. Check out their natural hemp CBD products that help those that believe in that philosophy. Check out Iconic.com. Spelled I-K-A-N-I-K. Again, Iconic.com. Or on their Instagram at Iconic Life. Bonsai balls! They only use real Asahi, not like all those other imitators using sorbet full of sugar. Yuck! They also get their honey from a and bee pollen from a bee farm. Healthy and delicious. No processed honey. What also makes them amazing is that they roast and make their own peanut butter. Damn! They've got seven locations and download the Bonsai Bowl app to skip the line. Skip the line. Order ahead. Bonsai Bowl. Healthy, delicious. Ashland. Hard seltzer. Crafted in San Diego. It's an adult beverage built for all walks of life. Bro, you've had it. I've had it. It's delicious. It is so good. It's refreshing. Only 100 calories. All organic. No sugar. Also gluten-free with 0.0 carbs. Hashtag enjoy cold Ashland hard seltzer. Also supported by Octopus, the massive corporate juggernaut. Octopus, making stuff for people who actually surf. Clearweather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Shade Sunscreen. The best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade Sunscreen. It's been around since the sun. Shade Shade. Sunscreen. (laughs) Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Our guest this week, former pro surfer turned entrepreneur. At the height of his career, winning events, holding down top rankings on the Bud Tour, he decided to pass up the money and fame and start a successful brand called Ezekiel. Ezekiel! Ezekiel! (laughs) But being a visionary, having gone through A to Z, having a successful startup, he later went on to round two and started another brand called Mata. Woo! We all know how hard it is to create businesses, so when things don't work out, the real life test is how you deal with adversary, adversary, adversity, adversity. sorry, <laughs> conflict and being humble. This guy put faith in God, his skills, experience, relationships, and positive attitude that continued him to have an incredible career. He's been a huge asset to many brands over the years, and he's currently the VP of global marketing at Vis- Visla and DeBlanc. Holy smokes. 
We are stoked and honored to sit down with this smooth operator, both in and out of the water. We welcome Vince, Vinny de la Pena. Wow! wow! Yes. Wow. We're uh, sitting with... Sorry at the tongue twister, but you know, that happens when you're so excited. Uh, thanks we got for history. the intro, Jim. We got some history yeah, right yeah, here. Definitely. This is the second time that I'm going to compliment Late Night on his intros. Yeah. getting better and better. <laughs> that was good. That was a lot. That was a lot that of was a lot. stuff. But it, it, I'm going to have to point something out, though. There's going to be some times where you hear a word and you go, what did he say? Yeah. And he says it with so much conviction that he thinks it's you a just word. go with it. Yeah. You just but run with yeah. it. Hey, you kind of understand. It's all good. Yeah. yeah, I do the same thing. That's yeah. how I know. You just run with you it. You just run with it. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Like like last week, he said contestament. Okay. I'm like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> but it's easier, too, when you're listening, though. You're like, oh, he, yeah. he, he messed up on that one. He does that a lot. This guy re-listens he does like that every lot. episode like He does times. it a whole lot. And we have to start counting those, too. Yeah. <laughs> we should. And we should count your F-bombs. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> you can do anything, huh? There's no... This is it. Okay. This is how we go. Yeah, this right. is wow. it. Vinny motherfucking... <laughs> There's two. <laughs> Dude. Um, Congratulations, you know, yeah, to first yeah. and foremost on everything you've done. It's where been crazy. Yeah. It's been crazy the last couple of years especially, but yeah. yeah. But let's start at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Salt Creek Rap. Let's yeah. talk about it. I mean, we, we talked to so many people from your general area yeah. that your name has come up like multiple times, almost... Yeah. Two times. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, multiple. Yeah. Pato, yeah. fucking. Uh, gosh, that guy always gave me the heat. You know, that guy always freaking had my number in the jersey. Oh my gosh, that guy is so good. Uh, so, so, yeah, let's start with the beginning. Where did you. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, my dad moved to Dana Point, and, you know, I started kind of like Pat, obviously, a lot later than, than most kids, I would say. I was probably like 12 years old. And. Were you um, close to the beach? or I was really close. And that's a good point, Lyndon, because that is, I, I consider that a huge blessing because if, you know, before, you know, we can go on the electric bike thing, but before that, oh. if you don't have access, yeah. you're not, you're not getting it. So, yeah. so yeah, I was really close to, uh, to Salt Creek and, and, um, you know, learned at Doheny, you know, basically that's kind of like, yeah, we're, that's we're, a starting point. Starting Everybody's point. starting point. And, and, and Dana Point's interesting because we don't really have intermediate waves. We have like a beginner wave and I, I would say something more advanced, more difficult to surf. Advanced makes it sound like it's epic. It's not epic. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a little harder way to surf. It's fast pounding and challenging. And yeah. Like, yeah. That's, so, so yeah, I grew up there and, and at the time that I want, by the time I got to Salt Creek, um, I was probably there a little bit ahead of Pat. Um, but there wasn't a lot of kids. You guys all know Mark Bellinger too. Yeah, he yeah. was, he was there and he, at that time, and Pat said it too, he was so light years ahead of everyone, you know, and such an amazing, amazing talent. Um, so he really pushed us, you Bellinger know, did. yeah, that's, he that's pushed cool. us. He was way better than we were. He knew how to surf gravels and get tubed and and so but the one thing i think pat and i both had was um we had a, we just surfed all day you know what i mean it's amazing what eight hours a day of surfing and you know every single day and and no no really no really no real opportunity to to there was no surf line really back yeah. then so you getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. 
Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. You just, just went. went. Yeah. And, you, and, and it's not like you turned around and went, oh, it's one foot. Yeah. And I'm going to go home now. I, it's like, no, well, you paddled out. Towel down. Yeah, I, you paddled out. I have that conversation with Mike Grom all the time. He's like, what does surf look like? I'm like, does it matter? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, just yeah. go. It's just insane. Go. Like, I, I didn't really, you know, there was no such thing as wind and, and tides. It was just like, you went. Yeah. You know, and so I think... Will you ride your bike to Doheny? Yeah, eventually, how I ended up at Salt Creek was you ride your bike enough down to Doheny and it's not breaking. Again, you don't understand, like, why is it not breaking? Well, because you're in the wintertime and south swells aren't creeping through, you know? So eventually you go, I can't just keep riding down here and it's flat. So are you closer to Doheny or are you closer to Salt Creek? Closer to Salt Creek. Okay. I live right outside. As a mom, before you. graduated to salt creek it was always doheny always doheny and who and what board did you start on and who you surfing with? that's so that's a really good question because it it's relates from, to newport from, from talking so don't get a funny story not not too many people know this but my dad has always been in the limo industry in not just like renting a limo but actually the manufacturing of, of limos so so, oh, so your dad did, did, did for, for a living, living. yeah. Limos. Yeah, he Converting did finance. He, well, he did finance mm. for for, uh, for limos. So, so it's interesting because, and TK doesn't remember this, but my dad went TK in, Froghouse. Froghouse. Okay. I had a small faces twin fin, <laughs> and and that wasn't my first board. That was my second board. My first board was a backyard board that John Munson made a thruster and i loved it and i bought it at hobie and it had the shane haran airbrush with uh with the like the arrows and and it was like i was like oh my god this board's incredible not even again you're a kid and now you know why kids do certain things it's like i didn't know it was a backyard board i just love the airbrush yeah that's it but but um the cool sticker on it but the small faces twin fin was like i could do full cutties on it out, out, out there at yeah. Boneyard at, at Doheny. So did you s- straight away start surfing or boogie board? No, or? boogie board first. Yeah. Yeah. I probably boogie boarded for six months or something like that, a few months. And at what age? Like 10, 11, 12? Yeah, probably like, 11. You know, and then probably 11. Picked up the board around 12. Yeah. So my parents were divorced. My dad moved here, met a, uh, his now wife, but back then his girlfriend, and moved to Dana Point. I, I lived inland, you know? And... But it's, I'm glad, it's, I'm sorry, it's a little bit schizophrenic, but my uncle was, loved surfing. And in fact, I just called him recently um, because he had every poster in his room, like really? you know, Mark Richards and... Your dad's and, brother. 
No, my mom's brother. Okay. And when you you're not a surfer, but you you idolize your uncle who was a really good skateboarder and 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 loves surfing, and you see these posters in his yeah. room, and then all of a sudden you get to the beach and everything triggered for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. You oh, know, now I understand what my uncle's yeah. about. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. So he was super into town and country. He wanted town and country. Can, everything. Can we t- pause and talk yeah. about how incredibly important those posters were oh, in, yeah. the, in the magazine? You dreamed. That's like yeah. the first, they were you look at the cover, you looked at it and like the, the, who was on the cover and where it was at. And yeah. then you go straight to the centerfold and bust that, you know, poster. Before out. I was a surfer, I was getting surfing and surfer magazine uh, sent to my house. Yeah. And my mom would, I'd have my mom like go to these arts and crafts stores and she would buy like clear sticker and I'd put them on the covers of my, my surfing magazine. No, my surfing magazine. So So like, so like they'd stay pristine. Wow. You know what I mean? (laughs) This is before I was even a surfer. So Um, going back to what Larson was saying is like, you know, we're looking at photos on the Vista wall here and, you know, you, you, you get flashbacks of other photos that you've had in your room. Right. And how, like you said, how oh. important and like asp- inspirational and aspirational, you know, those things are because you literally like look at it, look at it, look at it. You read the caption, you oh. memorize the caption. You're like, oh, yeah, exactly. You know, Mark Richards, you know, the, the wounded gull, like. Magazines were so fucking like gnarly, insane. Yeah. Well, you know they were they were you know, it, and again surfing probably I don't I don't know the exact but it was smaller too. So you felt like even having those images or looking on a, at a magazine, you were part of an elite crowd of yeah. individuals that not everyone had access to those yeah. types of magazines. Anyways, that was the perception. Anyways, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So so when I got to Dana Point by by Dad moving there. Um, you know, my dad would, and I was a latchkey kid. So I, um, my dad would just say in the beginning, when I first started bodyboarding, he'd be like, and I go down the strand stairs and he's like, I knew the lifeguards. He knew the lifeguards. He'd tell the lifeguard, Hey, watch my son. Yeah. Not paying you, but babysitting. No, he'd be like, here's four bucks. (laughs) Oh, really? Buy yourself some lunch and just keep an eye on my kid. And I stood there. All day next to the lifeguard tower and bodyboarded right out, you know, right out in front. And you have a brother, right? I had a brother. He he was still living with my mom. He hadn't moved. Alex hadn't moved to Dana Point yet. Okay. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, then you know, I graduated into getting a surfboard, surfing Doheny. And but then the small ma- faces was the one that it, it, it you know you, all of us have those boards that yeah. progressed us. Mm-hmm. You know, there are probably two or three that you went. I evolved yeah. on that board. That small face is twin fin. I did. I did that. Yeah. You know. Um, and but, who were you surfing with on that board? Uh, was it, that was Pat the, around then. No, I, Pat wasn't around yet. Okay. Um, Bellinger. Uh, Bellinger was, but he. I didn't know he was because he was at Creek. Yeah. See, I, had, I hadn't graduated yet. Got it. Got and it. so, not to clown on a lot of the, my buddies, but like. Guys that stayed at Doheny never evolved into wanting to really do yeah. anything competitively with surfing. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it was, um, but they were still your homies. And, and it felt like, to be honest, quite honest, it felt like once you, you graduated to Salt Creek, like I didn't see those guys until high school. 
that's such a trip. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the weirdest thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I, I made it fine. And I lived really close to Salt Creek. And so started to do Salt Creek. And so when you started progressing, right? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> what was that, that time in your life where you, you started progressing? You're like, okay, I could surf Salt Creek now. Like, mm-hmm. Did, did you just get confident and go, I'm going to take my board to Salt Creek it, it, Honestly, it was more out of frustration, like I said. Of, of going, it, yeah, going down there and going, it's it's one foot, yeah. you know. Um, and you would go to Salt Creek and just watch and be, would you well, be down well, there? I would bodyboard strands, yeah. you know, but I didn't really surf. And I and I'd creep over sometimes to Salt Creek as well on my bodyboard, but... I never really surfed it until I made that transition mm, and yeah. that decision to like I'm going to surf here now. Because that's we, that's kind of a big turning well, point. And you know what, you guys, and it's so stupid, right? But it is a big. Turning it's a huge point. turning point. But you know what, it would never happen probably like that ever again because <laughs> kids have so much coaching. Yeah. And there's so much support around yeah. teaching kids how to get involved. Yeah. So like this, that's another thing. It's like. Everything you did in surfing, at least my yeah. generation, you literally did on your own. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that. And even if you, you had a, a dad or, uh, or an older brother that, that surfed, sometimes that still didn't translate to you get to the best spots at the best well, times. You know, there was they, not like a lot of... They guided you, but they didn't like... No. Nurture you like you people know? today. Yeah. Yeah. So you so you, you just discovered, literally discovered yeah. everything on your own, you know? Yeah. Um. So, but it's kind of, you know, it's a subtle thing, but when you become confident enough, cause the, there's, there's territorial lines that you're crossing, right? There's like localisms that you're, yeah. you know, even though you've seen those guys, they see you on your, on your boogie board, they recognize you're like, oh shit, this guy's surfing now. Yeah. Like, oh, he thinks he could surf here now. You know what? It's different when you're kid, young. It's yeah. different when you're young yeah. that you get, you get accepted when you're younger. Yeah. You know, and your consistency, because no, it, if anybody picks on a little kid, you're a kook. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. Like I don't care you what level you are. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It's okay to straighten somebody out or guide them in the sense, like, hey, dude, like you know, you did this or that. But yeah. but to get physical with somebody little is is it was I never saw that. Yeah, yeah. you know, but. but but, but here you are graduating to Salt Creek, which breaks pretty much all year round and all swells. Pretty much. You know? and, and you know what? I didn't... Again, it's one of those things. You don't think My dad it. moved to a place to me, and I, and I tell him this today, like, like homie, like, dad, it was such a blessing because I, 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 I never would have thought. I never yeah. would have thought. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, the friends... This was another thing I said. This is why I love our sport so much. And I know there's great athletes that did, and I did baseball, and you do baseball, soccer, football, basketball, whatever it is you do, yeah. wherever it is you learn, you never go back to that diamond and play with the same kids you played with. Yeah, You just don't do it. Nope. Surfing, I can go down to the same beach and see the same people I've seen for 35 plus plus crazy you know what i mean never really think about that but it's it's such a a different brotherhood it's a tribe it's a lifestyle it's it's everything that it's kind of cliche to say but it's all true it's roots it's like we're all in this as like yeah and you don't don't realize that it's such a learning opportunity because you get to see the successful attorney the the yeah. guy struggling with drugs, you know, the, yeah. the, 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 the spectrum of 
people is pretty gnarly. But you know what? They're your bros. Yeah. They're your local. Those are your local buddies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and even now, I have such a bigger appreciation to the the people that have helped me or um, just close friends that may have gone astray or and, and but I still see them in the water and it's like, dude, I like I I, I tell them I, I love you, dude. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. and you get to that point, you know, yeah, you where can't you're change like, somebody or make them a different person. They are who they are, and you just accept them and, and you're stoked, yeah. you know. So that, that that's why, I, like, there, and again, that's where the industry comes in, and I have such strong opinions about that, and and I see starting Visla with Paul um, and Rob, it, it, it going through transitions where you know having Ezekiel in skateboarding was a big part of Ezekiel, and then brands really becoming part of surf, skate, and snow, and. And the word action sports, all those things I actually don't like, you know, hey, man, I, I, I really, with you. I really, but let's not go there yet. Okay, don't yeah, go let's there Let's go yet. back to you okay. being a grom. <laughs> being a grom, you will get to that so, for sure. Yeah. After Small Faces Board, uh, what was the next? Oh, good, good, good question. So that I don't, I don't, you know, I, this I, is I the really, same questions he asks every guest, you know. Well, so, you know, and I don't know if that this it really honestly it's just bringing back a timeline and memories for those, those yeah and, and there's six like it was Rick Rock probably was my my next board and, and at that time he's uh, a, I believe he's a biologist he shaped for Mayhem okay. and, and so he uh, his brand was Frederick and I remember he came oh, to Frederick my, yeah. yeah that's Rick Rock and so he came to my house and he's like, okay, well, what kind of board do you want? And I'm like, I want green rails. Totally matters. Color, you know what I mean? Color. I want green rails. <laughs> and at that time, I was I had a sponsor, and it was Team Gear. No, yeah, yeah, Team yeah, Gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. How did you Gear. get on Team Gear? So I, you know, I don't even, I don't really remember that story. But they were local. You know, they were in yeah. Capo Beach. Really? Um, yeah, a lot of things. And again, that's what you don't realize too. Like yeah. whether it be Huntington or all of our beaches had their brands or you know their shapers or things like that 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 were successful but at that time i remember it was in capo beach and i went there and i think it was i think it was carmichael i think it was chris carmichael maybe it was chris carmichael do you guys know him Mm -hmm. so he started a brand originally sunbreakers oh yeah and all that and i think he started team gear and he might have put me on or because there was or maybe it was crookshank i can't remember there's a roofer I can't remember. There was a honestly. point in time there was a Team Gear store on Main Street in Huntington. In Huntington. Yeah, yeah. It, it changed and, hands a bunch of times. But. Yeah, and I want to say, you know, uh, Craig Gorian was an investor in it. Gerlach rode for Team Gear. Gerlach rode for Team and, Gear. Do you remember that photo of him yeah. and Huntington with the yeah. with the smokestacks on the behind, and he's yeah. like on a breezing surfboard? I remember on those images. Surfboard with track top. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Track top on it. And Dean Quinn was. A team gear guy too. Yeah, so that's it. Wasn't very long. Yeah, that was kind of. Yeah, and I got a couple. I got a couple things, Frederick. Yeah, and then did you like now the board was like obviously custom everything spray. Was it like a trade in like deal? No, no, no. I bought it. I bought it, and my dad gave him the deposit. And it was one of those things like, dude, it's taking forever. Where is that board? (laughs) My pops gave you the check. You know what I mean? Like, where is my board, man? You know. And so, you know, and then you get the excuses, a thruster, yeah. It's funny because you guys know Matt Coleman? Yeah. You remember Matt Coleman? Yeah. Matt Coleman bought that board off me after I was done. And that board, he, I remember it, he probably doesn't, but it seemed to me that that board was really pivotal for him too because he advanced a lot 
off that board. Oh, funny. So, funny. Funny, but... And then um, you guys know Greg Arnett. Yeah. He started Arnett. Yeah. He had... Uh, and I think Pat may even talked about it, but he had Ocean Moves and it was a little surf shop and he it was inland somewhere yeah. here. And uh, he had... The guy was Richard Surfboards and then I wrote for him. You wrote for Richard Surfboards. Richard Surfboards. Okay. And that was probably all in about a two-year span. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You kind of... You kind of advanced a little bit and, you know. Were you starting to surf contests then? Yes. Okay. So I was probably, yes, I was. And WSAs, NSSAs? Yeah, WSAs, more WSAs. It's interesting. I surfed NSSAs too, but when I first started surfing amateur, there were, it felt to me like there were gnarlier guys on WS in WSA, mm. you know. So that's how I met Chris Brown and Walter Cerny and all those guys. It wasn't NSSAs, it was WSAs, huh. you know. Um, and Pete Rocky yeah, yeah. and you I think, know Jamie I, George those were all WSA guys yeah I you think know? every you know w, WSAs were more local focused you know and, yeah. and more of that like town regional regional and then you would eventually you know break up and do you know uh, up and down the coast I think what appealed to NSSA was they had the Explorer which is similar to like a WSA and then the Open Men's was four man heats and that was like the, the yeah. big difference. But you you didn't want to go drop the money and do that until you were like, but it's interesting. Home. You just jogged my memory. But you know, I and then I started. Um, I got picked up by by Crookshank from Gotcha, and and that was probably in my prime amateur years. Local, local yeah. boy, you know? local boy, fifteen. Uh, prob- I was probably fourteen or fifteen. 14, 15, yeah, yeah. And and Crookshank was. The gotcha team manager, you know, yeah, and, that's, and you're a local boy. He's a local, yeah, you know? and, and 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 you know, Potts would surf all the time down at Salt Creek, yeah, you know, Shank would bring him bring him to Salt Creek. How mind blown were you when you got that opportunity to ride for Gotcha? I was super stoked um, because again, I was very mag focused, and I th- yeah, and, and, and to be honest, Gerlach was one of my favorite surfers, yeah, and. He wrote for Gotcha, and I thought Gerlach was. Gotcha perfect. was like the fucking coolest brand. It was really, really yeah. cool. It had a window of like having the the best dudes, yeah, and the coolest clothes. I mean, I mean, and the coolest logos. Yeah, I was like, wow, Gotcha would be it, so sick. They were and, on point and you know what's sure. interesting to me is, again, the lines to me were like, if you were Laguna South, you were Gotcha. If you were Laguna North, Quick. Quicksilver, exactly. Yeah. It was yeah. like two. It was like there was a line. There was a, you yeah. know what I mean. And, and it, it, it's it's funny. Brands, you know, obviously have their home home court or whatever home home spot, but they really like tackle it. I mean, yeah. you look at even Hurley over the years. Like they wanted to own like Huntington. Yeah, you know, because that's yeah. Bob's roots. Yeah, you know? so, and it's interesting. Everybody has and their this, spot. This it's not. I'm not trying to get political or racial or anything, but. You're, I'm Mexican. You're Mexican. Yeah. I'm Filipino. Yeah. We're and I'm you were you're, you're deep of like white suburban. Yeah. Totally. Was it was it a trip for you? No. You know what? It that's it, it's so funny. It's not funny, but we've had so many heavy discussions given this last year. Yeah. Here, um, and I'm pretty open with my with my team here, uh, my marketing team in particular, and I don't know if it was. I never, it never. Isn't like, that weird? Yeah. It never, it, like, I, I, but you know what, you guys, like you just said, Lyndon, I didn't, I was 
pretty much middle class. Yeah. And I had so much confidence just innately. In, yeah. I, I don't know. It was a god given thing, you know. Yeah. And I never, I never felt like I was being uh, yeah. like profiled yeah, yeah. I, ne- I mean i wouldn't be called names but in a funny way you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. and i'm I, it never bothered yeah. it never bothered me yeah. and yeah. no one never i i felt so much love and support in the water with my crew and yeah. and i would you know as a kid surfing eight hours a day i would get black you know what i mean i'd be Dude, like this, same here bro you know what i mean when I, you're I, a mom be, i turned purple yeah <laughs> he, he gets we yeah we all get dark but i ne- it never yeah. it never that's awesome because yeah. I, I mean i was born in the philippines mm-hmm. moved here around six started surfing you know 13 14 years old went to a really diverse high school lived in north long beach we were like maybe lower middle class and honestly, I never really thought about it, you know? And sure, it came up, like you said, every well, once well, in a while. Well, I was raised different, too. You know, I, I tell people, like, my uncles and my, my you know, Mexican family, they're, they're right. They're, you got one person away that was kind of gnarly, you know? Yeah. And so, my but my aunts and uncles were the most loving, but yet they the the area yeah there was there was gnarly stuff around there and sometimes i would my brother and i would joke around you know just being little kids and talk you know like gangsters yeah you know mexican gangsters and my mom would be like hey dude yeah that's not effing funny yeah you know that that shit is real yeah you know what i mean and because you don't you you, you, you're just being fun yeah yeah and she's like don't you don't talk like that and you that's you know she was like gnarly my mom was like pretty gnarly about that stuff so but we were never we were no i i'm 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 very grateful and 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 deserve i have more than i deserve yeah Yeah, Yeah. we we try not to talk anything political or what but the you know the environment the last year but i'm mexican and you guys wanted to get political on me all right i see i know (laughs) but you know race was never an issue if you're, you're cool Hardworking, yeah. likable, you know. Uh, well, I always say, if you if you let your surfing do the talking, I mean, that gets you, that opens up every door and pulls down all boundaries. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, in the reality of it, is you guys, we live South Orange Orange County. We live in a bubble. Yeah. I mean, totally. we've all traveled, so yeah. you know. I mean, it's this is this place is like no other place. Yeah. You know. Okay. Back to surfing. Yeah, go ahead. So yeah. you're right for gotcha. You're surfing in SSAs or WSAs. WSAs. And I made I made US champs my first year. And I don't know what year that was. Damn. And so boys, juniors, whatever. Boy, like boys, probably. Yeah, probably. And it was in Ventura. And I it it was in Ventura and it was the first time I saw the Hawaiians. It was like Ben was there and I I had Sonny. So yeah. yeah. And Sonny was there, John Shimoka was there, um, David Eggers was there. Wow. These guys are all older than me, yeah. but yeah. still so I was like the young kid in the division and I ended up making the semis Sick. my first year. And it was like I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know you you're just Going out and trying to get yeah. three waves or whatever it yeah. was. No one's teaching you no strategy. One, nothing. My dad's time my, management. My dad and I are camping at some of the campgrounds in Ventura. Brandy Faber was with us. <laughs> Brandy Faber was with us. So yeah. it was, uh, and Brandy was like my one of my early buddies too. And he would help him and his mom. His mom and his dad would help. You know, you always had your travel buddies yeah, you that would get you to your events and whatnot. 
Bless you. But Brandy was with us, and um, he lost out, of course. You guys, you guys all knew that. But uh, <laughs> sorry, Faber. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I ended up making the semis. But it was it was gnarly to me to, and it probably still is for even amateurs today. Is you know, to surf with the heavy Hawaiians and and see them and. And, you know, they're obviously in it to win it. Yeah. So it was cool. It was a cool first experience, you know. Just the best of the best from up and down the coastline. And specific, you know, you brought up Hawaii, but the guys from like Santa Cruz or, or well, like Eggers Brown and said, Eggers. You know, and, like who's a freak in nature. Yeah. Yeah. In, in uh, Santa Cruz for the first time. Yeah. I mean, surfing Santa Cruz. I remember once. Pleasure point. No, it was steamers. Steamers. And it was pumping. And we were at the second spot, so they were at the indicator, and we were, or we, they were outside, and we were in. They call it the inside the indicator. Or I don't know what what they do, but anyways, I remember Adam Rapolo going, "Hey, you want to borrow my board?" Because I was on a short board, yeah. you know what I mean. And the thing would just plane across the water; you couldn't sink it. And I'm like, "Okay." He loaned me his board, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I could I can do a cutback out here with all this speed because the tail would sink. You yeah. know, it was pinny. It was really gunny." And um, and met Peter Mel. Um, those were the those those, those early guys, days. Yeah, those yeah. are those are early days. And that's what's cool about contests and traveling up and down the coast because of contests. You you got to experience different spots, but then also meet new people and see the talent and, and kind of gauge. Oh shit! I got to step up my game. Right. Right. Like yeah. this guy's fucking ripping. Well, the, I I think the cool part is you you. You meet these guys at a young age and of course, you know, pro surfing or, or that life is, you know, it's there, but it's, it's not, you know, yeah. it's not, you know, you can't, it's not touchable yet, you know, yeah. it's, yeah. A, it's an aspiration, it's, it's a goal. Yeah. And then, you know, those guys that you're competing with that all excelled at as the amateur rakes yeah. and, you know, you, you know, five, eight, ten years later, now you're competing against most of those guys, yes. you know, yes. that that able to yeah. climb the ranks and, and make it happen. And you, and you, and you. Again, I tell my kids, my kids, if I was different, and maybe this is the wrong attitude now because I think parents take a different approach with their their kids that want to surf. But I didn't really push my kids that hard into surfing. Honestly, not almost not at all. And I introduced them to surfing and wanted them to get into it. But I always had, I'm like, hey, look, if you guys don't want this. Meaning you have to want it with everything in your body mm-hmm. if you want to excel and compete. And I can't do that for you. Nope. You know what I mean? And so that's the, that's the approach that I, that I had. And at one point, you know, coming from the back, if you would, like, like knowing that Bellinger was, bad, was the best kid and seeing, like at the WSAs, seeing better kids. And a lot of those kids... They don't make it either. Yeah. Those kids that were better than you, you were like, "Wow, he didn't make it." Know. You know what I mean? Like, you know, or I, I surpassed him, and and you know, and that kid I thought was gonna go the distance. Yeah. You know, that that goes to what you're saying. Like, it's they got it's, want. You got to have the and heart and the drive and the work ethic. But you know, different people peak and and flatten out where others you know they kind of have you know ups and downs and valleys but you know it's just having the it, there's no it's like in business there's yeah. no you could mark down all all the like the right things and and you know check those right. boxes but it always doesn't work I, out yeah <laughs> we had greg browning on yeah, yeah. And, i love greg the, the, what you're saying reminds me of what he says like you know i just want to get to sunday yeah you know i yeah. just want to make it to the final yeah you know it's like He's hanging out with his friends in high school, 
and they want to party Friday night. He's like, yeah. no, nah, man, I'm going to yeah. go yeah. to this contest because I want to, you know. And I did that for a minute, too. I, I partied a little bit in high school, too, like that freshman, sophomore year. Um, Who did it? You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, kids. If I, they are like, dude, why don't you guys, my dad, why don't you ever come clean with us, man? Yeah. No, uh, it's true. Like, you, know, <laughs> you heard it here uh, you on know. Late Night with Chalky Podcast. Vinny comes out. I want you guys. Late I mean, that comes out. But you know what I mean? Hey, I coined Late Night Lark. Hey, you can't go Late Night. But but it's true what you say. You know, if you do want to make a, do, you know, it, whether it be amateurs or, or pros, you, you do. You do have to kind of. So when did when did the the competition being successful talk us through the amateur and how far? You yeah, I mean, surfing? I mean, I did. I think one year. I see. This is so weird. I should know this, but one year I think I won U.S. champs. You know, I did. I won a bunch of events and probably ended up winning the. I I I just remember at one point going. I want to be a pro surfer. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to do this. If I could do this for a living. In fact, you know that transition right before you start getting paid. I, I had a job at the chart house. Sick. And, uh, Another so chart house alumni. Yeah. So did Brownie. Oh, he did too. Yeah. So chart house, if you were a surfer yeah. and you're, you wanted to get a job, you, yeah. it was Dana Point. It was like you, were, you, you worked at the chart house, yeah. right? Overlooking so, the ocean and the overlooking, sick. And I had a buddy, Jake Millard. He was like, hey, Vin, I think I can get you a job. I'm like, okay, killer. 15, and, 16? Uh, 15. Yeah. You know, and and, uh, and, and the manager was insane. His name was Ray Nossi. I don't know where he is now. He was like, I'm like, hey, Ray, the only thing is I can't work weekends, dude. And usually that's like the kiss of death yeah, at a restaurant. Yeah. I go, hey, I surf contests pretty much every weekend. Like I can't do, he's like, no worries. But I was a dishwasher. I was a dish dog. Dish dog at the chart house, bro. Yeah. Those were hard yards. Yeah. Well, those were hard restaurant. yards. Yeah. They have a lot of fucking dishes. And, and, you, and you come home late, you know? Yeah. All you could eat salad bar and you get a new plate every time you walk up there. <laughs> every table is rotating like four trips. Every, what do you said everyone starts dishwashing. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it is like that anymore. Yeah. But yeah, that's how you did it. You were a dish dog and then you went to salad bar setup and then you went to busboy. And I eventually had my solo night at busboy and you would make like... 60 Grim. bucks yeah. you know what I mean I would I, do it for the free salad bar you know yeah, I would go in and grind for yeah. sure <laughs> and uh, so anyways it was a killer first job but you get to that point where you're like it starts to hinder you if you do want to surf afterwards yeah and just keep surfing school yeah. and all that and I remember so uh, did anybody I, I know there wasn't like Okay, so you, who, what shop did you ride for? Yeah, just oh, that's well, another random yeah, one too. Well, not just ride for, but you know. And I did everything a little unorthodox okay. because, like I said, I didn't have anyone showing me the way. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not complain. I'm not making an excuse because it, 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 it was uh, the best shop ever. It was Laguna Servant Sport. Yeah. Okay. So Jack Denny, I don't know if you guys yeah. know oh, him. I love Jack Denny. Jack Denny well, was jungle. like, yeah, yeah. Jack Denny was like the only guy. And he was a gotcha designer. Yes, first, he right? was. Okay. And he would serve. You Laguna guys stay in Laguna, okay? But no, no. But Jack would surf a lot of gravels, and and I would always end up out there with him, you know. And I loved the guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, he ripped. He ripped, right? He ripped. ripped. Regular footer. And I was just. It was one of those guys, like. That you were, you know, like at your local spot that you're like, that guy rips. Like, 
I, I, I'm into that dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I would talk to him and whatnot. And I remember one time I just asked him like, hey, you know, I wanted to ride for victory. He had a victory wetsuit on. Yeah. And, and victory was like, the shit yeah you know what i mean it was like colored wetsuits blind stitched yeah but the blind stitched and the colored wetsuits and he's like okay and he was wearing victory i didn't know if he had anything to do he's like he introduced me to ej and he was like hey you got to ride for laguna servant sport you know yeah yeah you got to ride for you got to ride for laguna or is it no i was already on gotcha okay i was already on gotcha and and so you weren't riding for a local sh- you, no, you weren't riding for no, ocean no I, was, uh, I wasn't I wasn't I was riding right so I don't know how that transition worked but I, when I rode for Laguna I got on Rusty oh. so I rode Rusty okay, Laguna and weren't you ever on the NSSA national team no Fuck! I, I, it's yeah. always maybe No, he had he had body glove stickers this day. Yes, yes. And everybody had you know laminates. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, there are stickers. No, there are stickers. <laughs> okay. You needed like a squeegee and like a whole that setup like to put those stickers on. That yeah. was PSA. Yeah, but no, I I rode those those sponsors I had in my early career at, at PSAA were those it was it gotcha. was Gotcha, Rusty, and and um, so Rusty before Rusty Clothing before Rusty okay. Clothing, and so. When I started to do well, so anyways, I rode for, you asked me what surf shop yeah. I rode. I rode for Laguna Surf, surf okay. and Sport. And Brandy was a homie. Yep. You know what I mean? It's it, So I really leaned, I didn't ride for Infinity and I love Infinity. And, you know, that was, the, and Pat rode for Infinity. Yeah. So um, I love Terry Sennett. Terry Sennett was the, the shaper uh, for Infinity back then. And um, yeah, a lot of the best locals rode for infinity and i rode for rusty yeah you know so gt pat o'connell crick shank all those guys were salt creek guys right yeah i would say the if i can interrupt you sorry Lyndon. No the guys that we really looked up to was chris billy yes. kevin billy crook shank mike howard those were like the guys were From, like of Salt Creek of Salt Creek because they already had photos in the mag they were yeah. already you know what I mean they were like now, oh Mike my Howard? god Mike Howard is a local legend okay. and he yeah he didn't have he didn't have the um, pro career no but he was in the mag like, he had photos in the mag okay. you know not a lot but enough to where you noticed that as a grom you know and Mike like I said I was saying earlier Mike Howard I see him to this day Sick. you know yeah. I see him all the time and he's surfs a ton you know yeah. Now, right. did you get grief for not riding for Infinity? And then not really. The first time I got really heckled because I was one of those kids that ended up having a lot of logos on my board. You know, I had um, you know, because ra- I, I had rainbow bubble, samples. Bubble gum, uh, no, I didn't do bubble gum, but like I don't know what it was, but you know, I had like a bunch of stickers on my board. I remember getting teased by. Uh, Eric Diamond. He, he, <laughs> he, 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 he he's just jealous. Me. Yeah, he roused me. Could be a hater, Eric he Diamond. And he probably doesn't even remember that. But you know when you're a little kid, yeah, you no. remember those things. Yeah. Um, and E.D., he's an awesome... We all know E.D. Yeah. He's, he carries the flag for Dana Point like yeah. nobody other, you know, and he does it for the love. And it's we have... Pat and I talk about it. It's, it's, really, it's really cool to see, you know. Yeah. But at that time... You know, he was just giving, he was rousting a Grom, you know what I mean? Like, Grom, what's up with your billboard, you know? Hey, you missed a spot. You know, exactly, <laughs> exactly you know? But, you know, regardless of the, 
the shop sponsor you had, we were hanging in all kinds of shops because they all had their own little subcultures. And we talk about how like rich, you know, and dynamic, like each little town has and the guys at this surf shop, even though you're their homies and you see them out in the water, total different vibe than the shop across and, the street. And, and I would go to infinity and GT was, was running infinity or worked at infinity and he was so entertaining back then, yeah. you know, you'd go in and you'd just be like, Whoa. I can only imagine him. You know, it was, he was funny, you know, and yeah. it was cool. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it, we were, we were very fortunate and there wasn't a lot of kids, yeah. you know, there was, there was only a core handful of kids that, that we surfed with yeah. and it was, it, it was awesome. But there was that localism, you know, there, there was a, not, I would say we got the tail end of it. Yeah. You know, we saw kids, we yeah. saw people getting obviously their butts kicked and, you know, I saw bodyboarders being dunked and almost drowned and. Yeah. Things like that, and you know, I feel sorry for some of those guys that were cool, and, but like, uh, it's, yeah, so it's just how it was, it's I just mean, how it's just how it was, yeah. you know, and and um, surfing's come a long way. <laughs> well, well, and, and and it's weird because there's the, the sport has grown so much, or you know, and there's so many people in the water, but it takes a while to learn the etiquette, right? And, oh, you know, gosh. you know, and, and people just don't understand it, but those localized those localism kind of helped you fast track the etiquette yeah you know and there really isn't a lot of that these days you know you can't anymore so yeah there's not a lot of just forcers well just kids and guys you know like just how expensive life is i mean how many people worked you know as a bus boy or a waiter or you know side jobs and they're able to surf way more than anybody today you right know, like there's guys that surf you know you go You're down right, to the water and like wow what do these people do but usually they have their, their some some side hustle or yeah. independent business but to be able to like live that beach lifestyle right. wasn't that hard back then you right. know so the people that were there You're right participating every You're 100%. day were there now you know we call them weekend warriors or participant you know like you know covid you know covid surfers yeah. <laughs> or whatever you know and it's it's out of control. Yeah. How crazy it is. It's and they crazy. just don't, they haven't learned yeah. the ropes. And yet. sometimes it's fun. Like sometimes if you go, I'm not going to say the spot, but like <laughs> there's a wedge, you know, and like they end up on the other side of the wedge the whole time, meaning they they totally miss the, and you're like, bitching, it looks crowded out here. And they're, they're missing boozed. every single wedge. Yeah. And I'm just going to grab this every single time, you know? <laughs> but uh, but it can be dangerous, but. But yeah, I don't know where we where where we left off. So, um, Dan, did you go to Dana Hills? High I school? went to Dana Hills, and again, going back to that mentality, when I entered my freshman year, the only thing I knew was I wanted to be on the surf team. Yeah, I didn't want. I thought, wow, you can go to school and not do PE and be and go surf. Yeah, are you kidding? I know. Like that is like mind blowing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, no, no sweaty. You know, running the track and, and yeah. doing calisthenics. And I remember, else. like, when you first get to high school, you have you have that first week or two where you're like, you got to suit up for, for PE. And I'm like, I am so out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the, the teacher's, like, telling you, I'm like, hey, look, I'm only going to be here, like, another week or so, man. You don't have to yeah. worry about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, they're fronting you on your gym shorts or whatever. Come in all salty and wet for second period or whatever and just, like, running in last... So you, you surf for the high school team. Yeah, so that my freshman year, there's tryouts, and I won the tryouts. And I remember, I remember, um, I thought this was like my first, like I thought it was so cool, not so cool, but like I was so stoked 
when on the loudspeaker of the high school they go, and Vince Del Pena won surf team tryouts. I was like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> kicks. Did everyone hear that? <laughs> who, 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 who did they say? Who did they say? Yeah. I, no, for sure. Like the, the, the morning PA, like the morning, like the morning. And, and I didn't even know. And you know, you hear it on the PA, yeah. and you're like, okay, that was pretty cool. That's. Right? And you know what? The thing is, too, you're fearful of going in as a freshman a little bit because you're like all these bigger kids. Yeah. But again, if you were a surfer, you're you already accepted. knew. And you already knew. You were exactly. Yeah. You knew it's everyone. the confidence you were talking about. You, you know, you knew everyone. Everyone was cool with you. Um, and, and again, coming, moving to Dana Point and then going to high school, and it was like, wow, to your Mexican point, there was obviously Mexicans at our school. Um, but I was... In the, the only surf, one. I was the only surf. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't, you know, I didn't. Yeah. It was, it, I, I don't mean it to sound weird. It no, was yeah, the no. difference. But it is weird. It is. It was weird. I'm, I'm probably the only Filipino in Jordan High School that surfed. Yeah. There were seven of us. Yeah. <laughs> seven, yeah. Not, not seven Filipinos, but seven surfers. Yeah. You know? My, my friends probably didn't notice it, but I know I noticed yeah. it. Yeah. And, um, but what I was going to say is the surfers were bigger than anything. Yeah. There, yeah. there was no football or baseball yeah. that had yeah. more of a stronghold on a high school than surfers did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was did, like... Did Pat but, go to Pat, high school? Yeah, Pat. Okay. We but went to did, high bridge, You know, high school, you think, oh, it's four years and it's adolescent, whatever, but it's a huge difference from a freshman yeah. to senior. Oh, right? yeah. Well, and to be able to like hang out and be accepted amongst those seniors, there's not other freshmen, even if you are in... A football or a baseball, yeah. usually like on the JV team, no matter what, you know. But surfing, they you you just jump to the front of the line. Yeah, and well, and, <laughs> and we like it was Pat and Bellinger and all of us, and we were on varsity yeah. freshman. We were the freshmen. Yeah, you know what I mean. We 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 so we kind of. But I remember. I think I even told my kids this recently. I'm like, I remember going my freshman year, like my first week, and going. Oh my gosh! There's women at this school. <laughs> yeah, there's like actual real women here, and, and men with <laughs> you know. What I mean? No, no, I wasn't focused on the men. No, I was like, like that girl is people. a woman, <laughs> and yeah. she was amazing. Anyways, uh, yeah. so uh, so going back to the contest, you you um, you won the WSA championship. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, I didn't my first year, but I I did really well. You know, I did really well, and in. I was close with Chris Brown. Like he was one of the friends that I probably hung out with the most, yeah. you know. Um, and, and and Walt was a little bit older than us, Walt but, but Walt was yeah. Walt was one of the the, the good homies, yeah. you know. And um, and yeah, and and Pat Pat was a year younger than me, so okay. so even though we were all in the same grade, he was a little bit younger than I was, and I would say. He, obviously he caught up but I would say in the beginning and I've never said this to him but he was just a little bit behind us yeah. you know what I mean surf in terms of develop, yeah surf wise but like wow, myself he just, he just took a big jab yeah I know that wasn't cool <laughs> yeah, that wasn't cool because hey, Pat he stepped up his yeah, game yeah. but Pat was the same way he surfed every day all day Yeah, you know what I mean and um, I think we're going to have to see a Vinny versus he get me he no, get no, no. me <laughs> Florence Marine X versus Vista. Oh, well, that's... Showdown. That's, that's not a contest. Whoa! <laughs> get, I mean, let's get real. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> they got the ring. <laughs> I, don't care, I don't care if John John's on the team. <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, where were we? And then just... 
contests and yeah. excelling. And-, and, and, and back to the gotcha thing, I think where a lot of it changed to me, I'm just trying to remember, I did well in PSAA and... and um, when, did you, when was your first PSAA? I don't I don't remember when my first one was, but I I ended up my first season I got rookie of the year. Yeah, you know, and we we co because I distinctly remember you on all the posters and all the yeah. media. I, I lucked out right? a couple times. Yeah, I mean because then you were riding for body glove. There's yeah. there's a handful of names that were either on podium or or on top of the ratings or winning a you know like. Yeah. And it was like Lambrizzi, Dino and Dino, Benny Delapane, Shane Bastian, Shane Bastian, Chris Brown, you know, like in the that generational like yeah, time yeah. frame where yeah. th- they were blowing up, and I was but just a few. You're years wearing behind an orange and blue. Is it orange and navy? You know, but 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 let me let me take a step back. So I ended up getting hair. Rookie of the Year. I remember that I won. I, I think it was the last event of the year at Oceanside. And I was in the final, and and I got co-rookie of the year with Todd Chesser. Ooh. So we, we ended up both being rookies that year. Um, and then, so I won that. My first year on tour, I won an event. And again, getting that, you know, I never, I didn't finish my story. I'm sorry. And again, it's a little bit rattle hole. But when I, I was on Gotcha, and I ended up, so I'm taking a step back. I was at, in the Caton, and I was in with Team Gotcha, and it was myself, Gerlach, and I think maybe Dino and myself. Wow. And we won, right? Dude. And I remember coming home and going, Pops, I got my first check. I'm not going back to work. It's over. Okay? Yes. Like, no, I wasn't being paid as a surfer yet. Yeah. But I'm like, I got my first check. I'm going to figure it out. These are coming. Yeah. I, but, but, but This is the first one of many. Yeah. It's pretty much a wrap. I can get one of these once a month. I am rich. Hey, yeah. chart house, no more. Yeah, yeah, it's not. No more late night with the chart house. Yeah. The but, only time you're going to see me is if I'm dishing up a salad. Yeah, you know, exactly. So, so, but yeah. And then, so but that you know, eventually I, I, I started to get paid and, and, um, and I went, that was when Rusty was starting to turn into clothing okay. and I was being paid at that time from, from gotcha. You're getting me, bro. No, you're okay. getting a salary from me. No, how you doing, man? Lyndon. Lyndon, yeah. I know Jimmy Rigi knows you pretty good. Oh, nice, so, yeah. So, uh, Rigi, the Rigi master. He, he's, the, he's the master. Boy, he's the master. Good to see you guys, man. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, man. No worries. No worries. Hey, that's how, how we roll. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> um, good dude. Um, I forget where we were at. So you won that con- or gotcha team won the... Oh, no. Won. No, so I started Katen. to get... I won that... The gotcha team won the Caton. And Do you remember what you guys... A thousand bucks each. No, I was like seven hundred. I got like seven hundred bucks, yeah. you know. Which is yeah. Which, but I, but again, You're sixteen. But again, I was on with Gerlach, right? Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, Ger! Like I was so frothed out over Ger. But um, uh, yeah, so I won, and then I'm, I don't remember how the track, but I yeah, I did well in PSAA that after soon after that, yeah. and and you were riding Rusty boards. I was riding Rusty's, and Rusty was starting his clothing, clothing. company, and. He made me. I was getting paid at the time with Gotcha, but as you know, when you, I wasn't, they had an amazing team, right? Yeah. And so Rusty was just starting out, so it was a super opportunistic time to be on Rusty and and have him 
make an offer and I remember being there and he wrote it on a piece of paper and goes, okay, if you're top 10, you're this, if you're, you know, and, and wrote it all down. And it was Rusty a, himself, Rusty himself. Yeah. Okay. On, on like a little notepad, you yeah. know, with this pencil. And, uh, and this is a, uh, clothing and, and board yeah. sponsorship. Yeah. Deal. So it was a, I was already on boards, Yeah, but, um, you know, I, I had to make a decision, you know, and it, at that time it was, it was a lot of money for me, really? you know, how much was it? <laughs> Go for it. I mean, it's a I, long time ago. You know, it was what I don't remember what I was probably making like five hundred bucks or seven hundred bucks from, from Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And he probably offered me like two grand. Yeah, fifteen hundred or two grand. But that's not where I made my, my money. It's the the incentives that he wrote for yeah. me. Because yeah. I ended up top five on on the Bud Tour. Yeah. And my salary went and, up a lot. And I wanted to. Get I, I'm sure he was bummed yeah. at that time. He was I like, wanted to get the numbers because I mean, dude, like, you're a young kid. You're like, seven. I, I was still in high school. You're still in fucking high I school. I was still in high school, which is not. I mean, all the kids, the good kids, yeah. make a lot of money, obviously. But at that time, it was really rare. Yeah, and um, you're like one of the original dudes, though. That you know. We're making money out of high school. Yes, I was. I made money my senior year. By my, my senior 1, year, fifteen hundred bucks salary. Yes, but but by the time I was a senior, I was probably a junior. I was probably like seventeen. I was eighteen in, in my senior year. So, yeah. so my senior year, I was Plus really making a lot of money. Yeah, you yeah. know, and um, especially was was body glove. Yeah, I was too? getting paid from from everyone, and, yeah. and it was all adding up and. I just remember, you know, when you're a grom, you're like, dude, where do you guys want to eat? Yeah. It's totally cool. It's on me. Let's just go eat wherever we want to eat. Yeah. You know, with your friends. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Who has that, that kind of fucking you, you know, like in high school, yes, you know, I mean, there's rich kids out there. Hey, where do you guys want to go eat? Dude, look in the cushions. Well, well you know, I, for a dollar or for nickels or for quarters. And, I, and like look I said, I was a latchkey kid. So my, my pops was like... Here's two bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there were days where like he didn't give me two bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. shit, I gotta bump two bucks today. You know what Bro, I mean? You were you know, and you and you go from that to like, where do you wanna go yeah. to eat? With all your friends, yeah. you know? And so, it's a sit-down place, not yeah. food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Free right? You know, it's so it was it was it yeah. was weird. And and you know, and Pat Pat wasn't like this, but I was like I had like the first CD player in high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. no, put, again, this is where the Mexican comes in. Now I'm Mexican, right? I'm like, no, no, put two 10 inch subwoofers <laughs> in the back of the car. Let's, let's, let's put the Sony <laughs> CD and this thing's going to go off, right? <laughs> you want to be bumping. <laughs> but that's what you're into. Music was so, it's so, so hard of it. back then. <laughs> so, that's so good. So funny. But it's those little things when you first become when you at a young age when you and I'm sure it's for, for anyone that at a young age yeah. that that starts to make a little bit of money you're was, like was your dad and mom like tripping? They you know that's a good question because my dad was always super cool like go for it but no one ever really thought I'd make a living on it and it wasn't like I was super encouraged in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like rad like because yeah. you know they, like all of all of our parents, they don't want to, like, they don't want to set, they don't want prop you up because yeah. it's going to be a hard fall, and they probably are just yeah. being yeah. neutral. They're just very, very, very neutral. Yeah. And and but I remember my stepdad going, "You make more money than I do now." Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, I wow. remember him 
very, very, I, I'll never forget that yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, and, and I was pretty responsible I, yeah, I, yeah. as much as I sound like I was splurging. Now, is that your parents? Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's probably, yeah, my mom. Like, Hey, and, yeah. I, the first time I wanted the first, the first contest I won, my mom made me sit down the next week and write a check to the IRS. Yeah. Good. You That's know, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen, Mike. You know, she was like, "No, no, no, Super you're writing a check to the." I'm like, "Really? I just want all this. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, um, why do you think it? Yeah, why, why do you get it? What do you mean? You know, so, but, um, but, but, but let's. So yeah, I can. If you want to jump ahead a little bit on the negative and the, or not the negative, but the 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 transition. What you what you touched on, Jay, and which was a, a lot of my friends now will tell me uh, you know cuz i my peer group was was Ross and Shane and 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 Kelly and 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 Pat um they would be like dude when you started Ezekiel we thought you were like out of your mind yeah you know what i mean and for sure and um not not maybe that's a little dramatic but definitely we're taken back by yeah. that but i got dropped by Rusty eventually i got dropped by Rusty or not dropped but and this is again no guidance, you know. I just did it, learned everything on my own, and I and I remember this. It was a very awkward situation. So Rusty lowered my contract, and I was still doing well, you know. I, I you said you were in your rookie year, you were yeah, like, I was top five. yeah, like I never, yeah. I don't think I ever not didn't win an event, you know, every year, every year, and and um, so they made me. And I remember it, Tyler Calloway. Sorry, Tyler, but yeah, I had some. You know, I wasn't really stoked at that time. But uh, we were, you know, they low, they kind of lowballed me, you know. But I was being paid a lot of money. Is um, that how many years in the relationship? Probably three years. Okay. Um, and, and you weren't declining. No, I wasn't. You know, You're I was staying. still. I was. I was. I was probably. Be, I. I kind of went from like three to seven. I was in the top ten the whole time. Yeah. You know. Okay. Can we? Cut back once a little bit. Do you remember, like, before we, we talk about ending the rusty thing, what was your first, like, uh, magazine shot? In, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we always talk about this. And yeah. it's usually, like, it's a and good, then being a competitor. Traveling, like, your first yeah. big surf trip. Like, being know? a competitor, usually it's performers or, or an ad, surf shop ad or, you, you know, know sponsor. Oh, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Wait, largest touch of key. So the performers, yeah. that's all I wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> that I, my first shot was a performers. For I sure. think I had a shot in the mag and I was a performer. But I, but as a young kid, it was like, if I could just get in that little performer thing in the mag. Yeah. You made it. I, I pretty much bio. made it. It's like, Vinny, like being shot out on the And you know who was in that? I, I'll never forget this too. Who was in that little, because they did three of them, yeah. was Marcel Soros. <laughs> Yeah, Marcel. <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, um, so intense. Um, but no, I, I, you know, you guys know Larry Moore, Flame was, yeah, was, yeah. was Salt Creek. And so, again, never, didn't plan on living where I lived, but he was the guy, yeah, you yeah. know. And so I did get photos in the mag. Um, my first cover, it's an interesting story. I had two covers with Surfing Magazine. My first cover was on a borrowed board by Pat O'Connell. It, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be. I was yeah. just like I'd broken a board, and Pat's like, "Hey, you can try this," you know. And I, I was down there early in the morning, 
and I didn't even know it, but they were shooting. Yeah, they were shooting. Actually, that was my second cover. But yeah, it was. Uh, he, Larry got a photo, and I was on an Infinity, which I'm stoked for those guys. But I at that time I wrote for Rusty and Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe you know? that's why you got clipped. You know, so <laughs> they probably weren't too stoked. But my first trip, and You're consequently. Clean. I got a cover of my first trip, and it was. Uh, Look at this it guy. Was, I went to Natividad, yes, and it was it, the team. This is who went to Natividad. It was crazy. It was, it was Chris Brown, um, Jamie George, Kaipo Guerrero, wow, Dino, or no, not Dino, maybe Dino, Chris Burke. Um, oh. I'm did, probably leaving out somebody. It was like a huge crew you, that went. Did you guys drive and boat? Or no, boat we, we, we flew. flew a couple different yeah, it was like it was like the when you when you get in the one plane and there's chickens in it and stuff yeah. like that. It was that one. It was Great. it was like the Scorpion tours. And yeah. You got a cover on that trip. I got a cover on that trip. I, Kelly was on that trip too. No way. Yeah, because those planes are wait, small. Wait, maybe he wasn't actually. Yeah. But anyways, I got I got a cover. That was my first cover, and um, and that was your first like major trip. And that was. My senior year too. Yeah. So all of it was kind of it. It was it was cool. <laughs> were, you, were you ever yeah. thinking about dropping out of a school or or no, no finish finish no matter what? No, like, no. There there wasn't too much of that. I don't. That was. I know kids did it, but there was no. There wasn't really any homeschooling then either. Yeah. So we traveled a lot. Yeah. But but I was Be able to make it work totally. Yeah. And and teachers were cool about it. Were you, you know? making pilgrim pilgrimages? Pilgrimages to oh now here you are spit it out bro see see and again we're we're jumping around I wanted to get there and this is where because I wrote for Gotcha I my fate was I ended up at the Hill House which I don't know how much you guys know about the Hill House yeah yeah. so roots it 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 was that was a whole nother coming out and and growing up you know there there really does need to be a movie about the Hill House yeah yeah Um, and so I wrote for Gotcha, and Ronald Hill was on Gotcha, and Brock Little obviously was on Gotcha. Yeah. And so, um, wait, I ended up at Cerny's house my first year, and it was myself and Jamie George. And then, but he, the Hill House was just a stone's throw away, and I ended up staying pretty much like well, like many many years yeah. at the Hill House. Yeah, and and that's kind of you know undercover in a way. With I don't even like, want to say where it's at. <laughs> Just how open and amazing, like that family, just for all of our mainland, you know, freaking yeah. peeps that, that came over there, like open door, come hang out, and it, it, you know, we got food. There's, yeah, it, they, I never stayed there, but I went over for Thanksgiving and in some of Chester's, you know, and that, uh, so the, the early crew, the yeah. first year I stayed there, this is how random it was. Nikki Wood was there, no way, Nick Wood was there, and wow. I was like. Whoa, this is, but he was on Gotcha too. Yeah. You know, and, but, but, but really the crew at the early days, it was like Chris Billy, Chewy Reyna, Todd Chesser, Brock Little. That was pretty much my, it it evolved, and and I hope that doesn't offend anyone, but that's what I really remember as the the house. And, and obviously Todd and Brock were, were, so gnarly yeah you know brock brock really was gnarlier than todd you know at yeah. at that at that time I, of, of and, telling you guys to get out there well no just he was very yes 
like like I mean he and that's another thing like you you I, I you battled out you know what I mean we yeah. served a lot of heavy sessions and one session I almost drowned and it was just him myself and and Todd Mitsui that's another another story but um Brock like that confidence that you talked about in high school and stuff if you were friends with Brock you had such so much confidence on the North Shore <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like I met so many gnarly guys yeah. through, through Brock and I and I tell people brown skin is amazing to be a surfer you can travel anywhere <laughs> with brown skin yeah. and lie under the like under I remember the Pat got t- told to get out of the water yeah. you know at, at, at sunset or whatever and, and, and you went see ya I, I, like, I, I didn't even know I was like don't even look <laughs> yeah paddle in paddle in beat a bra beat a pat I mean bra <laughs> But uh, that's so good. But there was, you know, you yeah. know, surfing with Brock. You know, he 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 was so in, like almost so he was obviously had no fear. So he would he would reenact like, oh, if Johnny Boy came up to me, I would just I might get asked, but I'd throw one. You know, you'd hear all the conversation. You'd be like, the guy's gnarly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's so gnarly. But uh, but that so house, good. and then Shane Dorian and Ross Williams, and of course Kelly, and it's just like. You know, the Hills, Raquel Hill and Ronald and Senior and Mom, they were like, you know, Senior, so Ron Senior, he worked for the government, you know, kind of top secret, and he worked nights. And so he would come home, like, in the morning, you know, and he'd be like, you'd hear, and he'd be drinking beers because it was his evening. It was his his evening, you know what I mean? And and I remember, like, it wasn't my first beer, but he'd be like, hey, Vinny, you want a beer? Grab a beer. And you're like... Whoa! This is insane. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was, it was. You grew up in that house. You learned everything about yeah. respect. You know, and and how to. Treat. How many years did you guys go there? Probably ten years. Yeah. You know, so, probably something like that. You know. That's so crazy. Yeah, and so it's just. Well, I mean, you guys have experienced. Jay did the pilgrimages too. Yeah. It's just like a unique thing that not very many people in the world experience you know yeah like to go there to hone your skills and push your limits you know 10 years in a yeah. row yeah. all that all that like adventure and and like learning but it, it wasn't yeah. i mean hawaii was the epicenter because of where surfing focuses for that that winter and the events yeah. and everything but that happens all over you yeah. know you, you become friends with some australians oh you get a flight over here and you could stay here yeah. as long as you want. Hey, South Africa. Hey, Indo. Hey, here, there. You know, then you start building these like friendships and you're like, oh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go. And you, you know, we talked about this before is you're not going as a tourist or just a pro surf from California. You're going as like a friend and you're piped into the scene. Yeah, that's to right. The local scene. That's right. You know? and, 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 and again, I, back to that, the, the uniqueness about being a surfer, it's like, Sure, we want nice things and we want to live a certain way. But when people get too foofed out, I'm like, homie, surfers crashed on floors. Yeah, I'm yeah. a surfer. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, we crashed we on floors. We don't yeah. like like you know it's it's gotten out of hand a bit. Yeah. And again, I'm guilty of it as well. Oh, you know, but sure. but there's there's that humble experience that, that that's that humbling that that took place when you were a kid. It's like. No, dude, I crash on floors. If I can get to Australia and live with, and and I actually my my first time in Australia, I lived with uh, Bo Young, and and 
Natsan and in Monavale and their family was incredible to me. Yeah. And it was myself, Casey Curtis, and Juan Ashton. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, you know, exactly what you said, yeah. Jay. Yeah. You know, and and at that time, again, you're, uh, you're living on well, both low budget, but you're having a, a five five star like experience. experience. Yeah, like, that's the thing. And they, and they were just so gracious. Yeah. You know what I mean? People were just like you yeah. said, Jay. And the hill, the Hill House was like that. They, they made, they literally made you feel like you were their kids. Yeah. You know. So, so going back to the pro career, after three years, Rusty's was saying, "Hey, we're gonna lowball you." Yeah, and so I was gonna say, what I didn't have any really counsel on um, was, I remember I'm like, okay, you're gonna lowball me. Well, I'm gonna just check out and see what's out there. You know, and I remember walking around ASR. So can I ask you real quick? Yeah, did did you start getting any advice from any nobody? Nobody, no friends, no one. Like EJ, who's kind of like a business. Yeah, person. no, that, that's a good point. No, yeah. I wasn't taking any counsel from okay. anyone, which was, and, and at that, that was kind of my my deal too. I just kind of everything I learned, I learned from either my successes or my mistakes, and just yeah. doing it. So yeah. Um, you know, so I remember seeing Rusty at ASR, and he knew I was shopping. Yeah, and I think that bummed him out. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I so I, I ended up being dropped by by Rusty, and at that time, and, and I should take like I had, because of you I don't I don't know, but it was it was I probably a little bit. You know, that's probably because I deal with it now. It's like when you're growing and you're trying to manage budgets, and you're like, okay. I can free up some budget now, or I can do X, Y, and Z with it. Because yeah, um, you you probably incrementally made. I made a. I, made, I probably was one of the higher earning individuals. Rusty, yes. Yeah, yeah. So and they were built trying to build a, a team. You know, as yeah, growing. yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Pat was asking for too much, probably. No, you know what? And that's the <laughs> Pat and no, you guys. If I could talk, because I consider Pat one of my best friends. Pat never worried about money. Yeah. And that's one of the beauties about Pat. Yeah. And that's, again, you know, seeing that. Like he, 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 he didn't care. Yeah. Pat, he, Pat, but, he, you know, well, Pat, made, He made 75 grand on the fucking Ella Summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he didn't, he no didn't wonder care. he didn't care about that. But he never, he never cared. That's when the blind Pat never paid off. He probably cares now, actually. <laughs> but, uh, you so, know. So you walked to ASR, Rusty found out, and... I saw him, and it was and, and it was pretty much over, you know. And so, who called? Who nobody, called? nobody called. Nobody. I mean, I got a couple offers, but I'm like, you know what? I, I should, I should. I remember at that point, you had to make a decision too. Like, do I want to go on tour? You know, because the Cause one thing you, about did PSW, you even go on tour? I did, I did events. Yeah, I started to do a couple events, and QS did, or uh, it, was one, it was one. It was CT. Yeah, okay. it was CT still. And so my, that first time I went to Australia um, was just after that. And I remember I was riding Merricks and whatnot, and I made the main event. And again, and, I, and again, my fir- it was my first, and I beat Aki at that, Fuck. my first event. Wow. Yeah. That's and, huge. And, Confidence and, booster. And uh, again, it's just, it's just where everyone lands. As you know, the more events, the more you build. But at that time, that first leg, I did better than all my peers. You know what I mean? All my other buddies were gone and went home and I lost and you were sponsorless and I was I only wrote for uh, 
for Merrick. Merrick. Yeah. Wow. And so body love. Rusty to Merrick. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, well, at that time, you're like, who makes the best boards? Yeah. You're like, that's the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. You're like, who makes the best boards? I remember calling Al, and I was like, absolutely. You know what I mean? And and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to ride Merrick's. Everyone wanted to ride a Merrick. Yeah. And you all know? the best guys were on Merrick's. Yeah. So so I, I was on Merrick's, and I, and I went there, and I lost. In so can we talk about the anguish of losing the major sponsor you know what it was a little but i guess it's my personality just like we were talking about race i didn't really let anything phase me for too long you know yeah. i i were you worried though like i i, I was a little worried i'm gonna I, I, we need to transition because at one point this after surfing that leg in australia and again i don't have any regrets honestly yeah. but um i did i did well, you know what I mean. I, I lost man. On, you, you know, and you made you make it to man on man. You're like, oh my god, this is incredible. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I get to compete, and I lost to Richie Collins, oh, man shit. on man. You know, and uh, but um, I made money too. I made. I forget what I made, but it was like I made Enough two or three grand or something like that. And I went home with a check. You know, um, but I, but what I realized, you guys, is at that time, and this is going to sound so lame, but I was already. I I, ha- I was in a relationship with my my then girlfriend, my wife now of yeah. you know twenty five years, and I was like, you know what? I don't know if I could live out of a suitcase, and that was really weird. You know, I, I'm pretty ADD, need to keep moving. I can't sit in hotel rooms and read books yeah. and stuff like that. Like that's so. At that time, from a California tour, which is you're local, you exactly. Know, you bounce for a few days, you're coming back. You're like, I got to go spend. A month or so in Australia and then in a month or so. Right. And I think, Jay, that was probably, there was some, again, no coaching. You know, there was probably maturity issues, obviously. Yeah. And, and no one really guiding me on a, on a path. Um, well, actually, I, I do think I was on a path for sure. But, um, you know, I, I, I so well, I came home and I'm like, I'm going to start my own brand. Fuck. I'm like, I came home was, and I was like, I'm going to start my own brand. Was, was that just like... Just like that. Just like that. And you weren't like, just like that. preconceived notions no. of the past. I'm no, just going to start like my own never, brand. I never had an aspiration of like, I want to build my own brand. It, it, it was the same motive that I went into high school and whatnot. I just want to surf as long as I can. Yeah. You know, I just, everything, everything how in me. How old were you then? I started Ezekiel when I was 22. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah I started Ezekiel when I was 22. I knew nothing Oh you know? my gosh, dude. Yeah. I started Ezekiel when I was 22. And did you ask people? <laughs> like, did, you ask, did you talk to Merrick? Did you talk to like, No. Did you go, no. hey, I just Maybe made the main event. Mm-hmm. I made two grand. But you know what? I'm going to quit the pro tour. Mm-hmm. I'm going to quit. I still did PSAA. I still did PSAA. But I... It, and again, yeah. you got, I, I, I hope this is dated. But, you know, obviously we're... we're kind of coming out of, you know, two years of this mess of COVID, the result of COVID. And it's hard to find people that want to work. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't, I, I don't know where that came from, but so I, I, I only knew to put my head down and, and work, you yeah. know? And so. Amen, brother. You know, I mean, that's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty gnarly. I get yeah. pretty, I get and pretty bummed out about it. But. You can't teach that. And especially like with your kids or whatever, like, like you were saying, like if you want to, nobody's going to like hold your hand and pat yeah. you on the butt, yeah. and, you know, yeah. like only to an extent, but like, okay, so go back, go back to, to, to start. 
You I had money. I, mean, I had a job somewhere in an industry. Like I'm gonna go work yeah. for, for quick. Maybe or marketing, or gotcha. maybe anything like, else. But and, 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 and honestly, I would recommend that now that internship. <laughs> you know, because I had I probably started. I had probably had a hundred grand. You know, I probably Ooh. started with a hundred grand. So you you saved up. Yeah, saved I had money. I had okay. money saved up, and um, and what I tell people is I literally learned on my own dime. Yeah, I, my college education was. And you didn't Ezekiel. go to college. I did not go yeah. to college. Um, and you I finished was on, high school. Though. I finished. Oh yeah. Yeah. I finished high school, and then I was competing on the bud the bud tour. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I came home and I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to start a brand. I did enough. I, I saw a lot of. I did a lot of. Tra- you know, traveling with Rusty and and doing promotions and things like that. And I was like, I loved product. Being a Mexican, I, I always had. You know, thought. You know, I yeah. loved product. Yeah. You know. You you. You, you, you kind of knew the the way, the inner workings of like what makes a brand successful, right? Yes. Already, with just being involved in everything. Honestly, like, Jay, if I'm honest, I didn't know. I don't mean like yeah. the, the, you know, the development side, but okay, I got to have, you know, marketing. I, I got in at search shops. Like, I don't, you know, what's going through the head of like... Could you let him tell the story? Sir, yeah. Come on. Uh, no, no, it's all good. He's yeah. right. Um, so, but yeah, I started Ezekiel and, you know. Um, okay. How, how did you come did, up with Ezekiel? Oh. You know what? That's a good, that's a great, you, you guys were both going to say it. No. Uh, oh, he's buttoning. <laughs> Just don't tell a story, bro. But he's right. He said, you know what? Question. You guys are both hitting another key things, question. you know. Uh, it, that's a, so obviously, I was a believer, I'm, I'm a believer in, 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 in Jesus, Jesus yeah. Christ. And, yeah. And at that time, I was like, I was just reading the Bible, and I'm like, wow, that's a different name, Ezekiel. That's so unusual, you know. Um, and I can go on about trademarks for because I've done so many now over a long period of time. But it, it flew through like trademark. I was so surprised. Like I got trademarks so easily, you know, on on Ezekiel. Yeah. Um, and okay. go ahead. You you decided to start a brand. What you had to have asked people, what do I do to start a brand? Not really yet. <laughs> a little bit. I so mean, like you said, started? I had an idea. Yeah. You know, I had enough of being around mm-hmm. brands that I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those things you call. A fr- I remember calling PK too, by the way. I'm, I, I would Peter call, King. yeah. I remember calling certain friends in every area and going, PK. Who do I sell down in San Diego? Mm. You're the guy. You know what I mean? He's all Pacific Drive's the best. Yeah. You know, go 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 talk to Jim at PD. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, and but I would I would call people and and I knew a, 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 um. But okay. Dan Severson did a lot of my designs. Do you guys know the Severson name? So Dan Severson did a lot of my Ezekiel des, uh, 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 designs, and graphics, and I would just go get them screen printed, get them dyed. You know, sell t- make some T-shirts and and just kind of just start building on that. I brought in a good friend of mine um, at that time. Anyways, I say he was a good friend of mine. Yeah. And he kind of took over the production side of things. And but I'll and I'll just speed track right here to to kind of give you some clarification, Jay. It wasn't until I brought in Royce Kanzler, mm. um, who was lo- like Gotcha's first employee, and and Royce went him and I went to the same church. Calvary Chapel, Capo, Capo Beach. And Royce 
pretty much taught us everything. Yeah. You Laid know? out the foundation. He, he had been around it. And my brother was the designer, Alex. Yeah. And we didn't know what... We had no clue. And he basically taught us calendars. Yeah. You know, just taught us everything, you know? Yeah. Um, so, it, so when you first started, did you just start with t-shirts and hats? Or yeah, hats? just yeah. t-shirts and hats. And then eventually, quickly, into cut and sew, yeah. you know? And, and go, at that time, going to L- L.A., yeah, looking Getting at fabrics, there. negotiating with the fabric people, and and then there was at that time there were still sewers, you know, in well, in what California. Year was that? That was ninety two. No, uh, ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, yeah. ninety two, ninety three. And, and then, what was like Ezekiel? You just thought, hey, you know, it's a biblical name. It has a catchy name. I was able to, you know copy you know like yeah. protect it and like trademark. what trademark what was like your vision of the brand on, on like- yeah i mean being again we wanted we skateboarding was a was a part of it yep. and so we liked the cleaner aesthetic and you you jay's been a part of that and we just wanted to look different than your typical surf brand it had a, a cleaner so nicer more elevated feel and look I remember the to my brother's credit, he put he was the we were the first brand to put cargos on board shorts. And I remember going to Laguna Service Board and Brandy going, What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing putting cargos on board shorts? Yeah. And that, a that blew hybrid. that blew, blew up. That blew up. Yeah. And and I didn't blow it up, but all the other brands basically blew yeah. it up. They ripped off your idea. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And 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 Volcom, Volcom had just started too. So Volcom, I would say, was probably in. Now that makes me look really bad because we all know the success Willie had. But um, Volcom was probably a year, year and a half ahead of us, maybe two years. Yeah. Um, but we were the only ones, and we didn't feel like we were doing skate like Volcom was doing skate. Yeah. We did it different. We 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 were obviously more. We were more influenced by the girl and chocolate vibe, yeah. and, and, um, and who who was who was privy to that? Your brother? My brother. Okay. Yeah. So he's Alex, more of the skate influence. Yeah. He, he he and he he was a great designer, and um and yeah, he had a, a, a big part of that. But we we all were aligned on the look Aesthetic. and feel. Yeah. Yeah. We were we were all pretty aligned on on what that would be. And, yeah. Um. Because. So, uh, I was working at Huntington Surf and Sport when you guys first launched, and in my mind, it had earlier success than Vulcan did. Yeah, even yeah. though Vulcan was a year ahead. Yeah, I don't think they they had the the success and like popularity and brand awareness that Ezekiel did. Right out 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 of the gates. I I, I would agree. Right? I would yeah. agree. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but I think the the one thing to 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 their you know obviously to their you know those guys were amazing and yeah. they they stuck with it and yeah they they believed in what they were, they were doing because and I think the reason why Lyndon was because they were doing things so differently it was, that it was hard for people to yeah. embrace yeah. You it know what I mean? Ed, way edgier. It was way edgier. Yeah. And so you were seeing those establishment and inside out shirts with the seams yeah. and, and printed that way. And and so there wasn't, it took a, a lot of uh, effort, you know, and they were marketing geniuses, obviously. Yeah. Um, and eventually 
you know, surpass. Yeah, and 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 I think they obviously they had more money. Than we okay, did, you yeah. know? so <laughs> that that yeah. helps. Yeah. <laughs> when, when did late night come into the Ezekiel picture? Uh I think it was like ninety six. Yeah, yeah. It was it was more towards the the ender for me, anyways. More towards the end of Ezekiel. Okay, and, and who Jay, put late night on myself. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And what what? What made you make that bad decision? I just, I just thought Jay was <laughs> honestly. I thought Jay was rad. You know what I mean? And he, he, he fit he the came, aesthetic. He came down to Salt Creek a lot. <laughs> no, but he fit our vibe. Do you, you remember, know what I mean? Like, do you yeah. guys remember having the conversation? I remember, what? like, okay, I'm at Quicksilver, and I've been a Quicksilver kid for a decade at least, you know, and um, and I was just like. I don't even know if my contract was up, but they, I think, I don't know. We just had a conversation about coming over and the whole pitch was like being, you know, a big fish in a little pond and you're going to get in all of our ads, you know, you're going to be our, the face of the brand, you know, like yeah. that was, and I was like, oh, cool. I don't have, you know, how, how many server ads am I going to get? Like yeah. maybe one and it's probably going to be shared and whatever, <laughs> you know, like author got me a two page Quicksilver wetsuit ad, you know, but that was like, you know, probably the biggest, you know, Quicksilver push. But yeah, I think it was just. We guys surfing in the water, and you're like, "Hey, let's maybe have lunch." I remember lunch. seeing Jay. I yeah. remember seeing Jay. I don't remember being in the water, but yeah, I remember I seeing Jay. But I was just like, you know, again, that surfing was. I mean, yeah, it was, in the, it was, it was in the prime. It was in the prime, you know, and I liked what they were doing, and I liked, you know, the vibe of, you know, like being the, you know, and the Larson star. was becoming popular with the. Momentum generation, totally. getting yeah. shots in the mag. Yeah, I, I would have similar yeah, experiences yeah, with you right? as far as I had. I wasn't winning events like this guy, but I had pretty good bud tour success right off the bat. Right. You know, at a young early age, and um, and that. Oh yeah, you didn't have the success. <laughs> I, I mentioned that right let's off the bat. Yeah. Right yeah. off the bat, you mentioned that. Yeah, okay. right off the bat. That's what not always says to me. Yeah, yeah let's just make sure. Right off the bat, but. Um, you know, I was ambitious where I wanted to go. That was the QS and in, in, in tour, but I, I, I wanted to be the mad guy and yeah. I wanted to be the video guy as well. I didn't just and the be live and die by the heat, you know, yeah. even though I, 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 I love competing. Cool. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I, I want to do both, you right. know? And the that, ads that you guys did yeah. were so fucking different yeah. and sick. Yeah. And they're mostly black and white, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a lot and of the, good ads. The Larson in the business suit. Yeah, like, yeah, and the what chair. the fuck? Yeah. Like yeah. that was cool. Yeah, and then the stack of jeans, stack yeah. of jeans. Yeah. That's like whoa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, I felt like Ezekiel kind of resonated more and more quickly and easier yeah. than than Vulcan did. Yeah. Then I also wanted to kind of talk about how genius you guys were with starting. All the other stuff, blonde, spare, and yeah. holy fucking! You know what? And so, and so that again, how quickly did that happen? Was that obviously, slower? if you do things over, you want to do things over, and yeah. And when I say I learned on my dime, because I had all the mistakes I made, you know, yeah. they were preventable. You know, if I had, had did a little time at a, at a particular company and whatnot. Yeah. But um, but yeah, when snow was blowing up. You know, we, we had snow brands and I remember my accounting person going, you made a lot of money this year. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and she's like, I, I go, can I, can I take like a bonus? And she's like, yeah, you can take a bonus. And I'm not going to tell you how much money we made, but 
but it, I hadn't taken any money out so of it. So how business. long did it? Uh, how long was it until you were in the, the black? Not very long, actually. With in the in the in that time. In any know, other? Um, not very long. Any other investments? Like I would or? say three or four, probably about three years. Yeah, because. It was a longer burn, yeah. you know, back then. It wasn't instant success. Nothing really is, yeah. but... The snow thing was. The, the snow, snow thing was. Because that kind and, of... And, and, but is, is, is that year that I made the money, I probably lost it all the last the very next year, so, you know? So what was the impetus or who said, hey, we're fucking Ezekiel, we're blowing up. Here's a new market, you know, snow. Let's let's create I, spare. You know, again, we were influenced by the See, skate industry. Yeah, spare was more outerwear. Right? Yeah, spare was outerwear. So was blonde. They were just yeah. di- different types. Was blonde outerwear too. It was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it, it felt like a blonde. I my, my dad still has. <laughs> I, I know, joke. I'll look. I'll go look in his closet. That guy. But I, what I remember blonde for was a sick. T-shirts. Yes. Of the yeah. hot blonde shits. Yeah. Remember those? Yep. I remember those. Dude. Sex sells, baby. Yeah. No. And I'm buying. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then what was the shoot? You guys. Castell. 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 That yeah. was it. Oh. And who was that? What do you mean who was that? I mean who. We did that. I know, but was it your brand? Yeah, it was my brand. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I just remember going, like coming back from a trip. Like, because I travel a lot and I come back into the warehouse, like to the office, because I love to come and hang and <laughs> There's like free shit. Well, there's this like <laughs> thousands of boxes of shoes, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, yeah, go grab. What's your side? Go grab some shoes. And I'm like, you guys are doing, like, no, I didn't know about it. And I just yeah. show up, and it was like, like <laughs> those are three different things that you had in one room. Too many, actually. Actually, <laughs> yeah. four. Spare and blonde was kind of separate, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, they were all. It was they were all under one roof. Yeah. Um, it was all we had capital distribution, and we have our own brands. But, um, and you're kind of one of the only. Well, DVS Madison Lakai did that, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, you that was you were like years ahead of that. Yes, and that's yeah. kind of the skate model too. That was totally the skate model yeah. because they had distributions, and yeah. they obviously it was mainly all hard good base. But yeah. yes, it was. Uh, you took you a know, page out of there. Yeah, we were we were young, and we were just like, let's do this. It was basically all the things that we like to do. Yeah, you know. Um, like you're in, yeah, you know, you know how to now we, we did that do production. You're like, dude, we snow, why, why would we go buy somebody else's snow gear? Yeah. We'll freaking make it's, our own. And, and you know what? I'm sure like the boys at Volcom <laughs> could talk about this, but at that time, snowboarding was like, you did it like, you, you did it as much as you could, you know? And it was, it, it was definitely, uh, it, it was so new and it felt so untouched and uh, just, it was amazing. Yeah. You know? and, and I feel like. For, for people that weren't in the know, that kind of knew about that era of Ezekiel, Spare, Blonde, Castell, I, I bet people are like, what? That was one guy? Yeah. That was Vinny De La Pena? Yeah. You know? That's kind <laughs> That's of... interesting. Well, it, it, sure, because it's been it's been so long. It's, it's a know, long time ago. And it's no weird. I and mean, it's weird to think, you know, how much time has gone... You know, you... Th- when you're young, you're like, oh, that guy talks about it like he's old. But you're like, oh, my gosh, I say those things now. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's it's it was a long time ago. So Castell, like, how did you come up with Castell? Uh, I can't remember how it, the, you mean the name. The I, I name, don't I don't remember. Like, you know, here's here's one thing. But again, this is where I get this is I tell people a lot of my views are shaped around 
those early days of, of starting a business um, because I, I made the decision to invest that my $100,000, sorry, I'm getting prideful. Yeah. And there were so many people that learned off that investment that still have careers today that never had either the training yeah. or schooling to do those positions. And, and so on Castell, who was really, it was Dustin Deardorf who we brought in, he worked at Becker really good skateboarder just you, you know at that time you're like dude that guy he just has a good aesthetic yeah he you know he can design. was that 97 i don't i don't remember now yeah. but it was probably back, it probably was right it was right around that time yeah. but you know dustin went on to become the circa designer and who he was not a designer before never he's worked at a surf shop yeah crazy and incredible skateboarder though yeah you know and yeah. and when when you when you look at the competitive set of when Castell was out, like there's so many brands that weren't even born yet. Yeah, you know, yeah. like DBS was '95. Yeah, Lakai was probably '98 or '99 or 2000. You would know better. Huh? Than you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's there's all these like you had Etnies, you had DC, yeah. you had Osiris. And Castell, like you were one of the first, and and, and to be honest with you, we had we sponsored because uh, I I know he's amazing. We sponsored Alfonso Rawls, and Alfonso is an amazing designer. Yeah, and yeah. we did a signature model with him, and again, you could tell he was way ahead of his time. Yeah, and was it Ricky Iola? Ricky Iola, yeah. Um, heavy, heavy like East Coast. Yeah, yeah. So, but 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 Alfonso's a amazing designer oh, for, today yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and, and and so he's the one that does the funny uh like meme yes t-shirts my uh michael jackson yeah you know he's all these uh, doing the escape yeah. skateboarding influence yeah. but yeah so it was you know so a lot of people learned which was great you know you you think that's what you never want to have die is that entrepreneurial spirit where yeah. somebody is able to create things and therefore employ people and give people their careers and, yeah. and starts and things like that. That's that's yeah. what we promote. De La Pena like, College of uh, yeah. you know yeah like brand building over here. Seriously, yeah. right? Like it's it's pretty incredible. And going and, and that's just the reflection you're having now. At the time, you're just like we're in it. We're we're going to make this happen. You know, like you don't think, but you just small do, you business just do. entrepreneurs, yeah. small business owners, like we. The general public, you know, they don't look behind the business and what it takes to run a business. And, you know, the sacrifices that you make, the mistakes you make, the lessons you learn, but but also like all the people that you provide a, a livelihood to. Right, right. You know? And I know Paul even talked about that recently. It's like, look, I don't, you know, I, I, I go to sleep thinking about you know, the people across the globe that this brand supports yeah. and, and it doesn't weigh on me. It, you know, I don't take it lightly. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and that's, that, that's, that's, and, and it's, it seems like you, as you guys know, being in the industry, as long as we have that, that it's, it's harder and harder and you, you, you feel that less and yeah. less, you yeah. know, now. So um, what, what happened sure. with uh, Ezekiel and so Ezekiel, we got in some financial eventually ended up getting some financial issues and I brought in a partner, Bruce Friedman. And Bruce 
was he was known to be you know one of the better CFO slash controllers at Gotcha. So he came from Gotcha. Um, I, and and if Bruce is listening, because he you know he you know his he has a great family and he was uh, uh, he's often perceived as a very difficult person to work with you know is he south african no he's not <laughs> he's not south african <laughs> but but uh, quite honestly as difficult as he was i learned a whole lot from yeah. him yeah. you know i really learned a lot from him um and that was he was a big part of my development in the industry and maturity and way to look at at businesses but but he was a, a tough person to work with, you know. Um, and then he decided he was going to retire, and he brought in another individual uh, who, who Jay knows. His name is Steve Kurtzman. And, you know, Steve was one of the first kind of, I would say, outsiders in a way to yeah. come in. And, and I, you know, I could always look at it as I could always put myself on either side of the line and look at positive and negatives. And, and he, you know, Steve wanted it, you know, he wanted to be in it and he, he, he worked very, very hard, but he was <laughs> tough to work with, you know? And so that's when I decided, you know, I, I would, I would leave and thought I would, you know, do it again, you know, and I started, I started Mata and I'm, you know, I'll quickly stay on the Mata front. It was, it started off really, really cool. Um, and a lot of things went wrong. And I would say that Mata was probably my biggest failure. Um, and I worked with uh, my, my best friend at that time who I started Ezekiel with and, and unbeknownst to me had, had made a lot of poor decisions and, and not without having to go too far into it, you know, um, it, 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 severely impacted the business yeah you know and so we um we lost financing and that's when the financial crisis came out in 2007 2008 and there was like there's no way i could i could pull this you know yeah um and and it's hard i i still it's it's weird when you when you have time to look back but that was the most difficult time in my entire life you know, that, yeah, I that, think that a lot period. of people that period, not yeah. just starting your yeah. own brand, but, you know, like, you know, just reflecting with other, other people and peers and adults. It's like that time period. For we're sure. like, at least that we're young enough to kind of start over and, and, yeah. and, you know, like we weren't in our golden years yeah. where you're just toast, you yeah. know, but well, it was, it was tough. It was, it was really hard. And, and sorry, Linda, but, but that, that again, my, I, I there, a lot of it was my my own fault. So I, I feel like for me, uh, I compromised um, on a lot of my beliefs, and it was it was it was just a very challenging. I, not, not to go too deeply, but it was definitely imposing my own will. Yeah. I was like, and a lot. I say this is a problem for a lot of us in the industry. So and, and I learned this the hard way is our identities get caught up in our brands. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of people have a hard time separating their identities from their brands. And they're willing to do certain things because their identity is tied to it. And and that's a hard lesson to learn. Yeah. That's something most people don't bring up or or talk about, which is you're married to your your brand. Yeah. Go ahead. In your defense, right? Mm -hmm. Like here you are, you're a young fucking guy, right? Starting with surfing, you, you accomplished a lot, right? And, and you proved to yourself that you could do it. You did it. 
you're making money. You're making fucking great money at one point in time, making more than your stepdad. Yeah. I mean, that like gives you and builds confidence, right? right. And then I can take over the world. <laughs> and then you, you, you come back from Australia, you know, you made the main event. You, you made beat you hockey. Making, <laughs> you beat hockey. Come on. And, and you're like, you know, fuck it. I don't want to live out of a suitcase. I, I, I'm going to start my own brand. And you start your own brand and you are successful and you spit out another brand and you spit out another brand. And at that point in time, you're fucking killing it. Right. So that builds on your ego. Yeah. You know, you've tasted, you've had your, you put the fruits of labor in and you're tasting the fruit, right? You're like, fuck, you know, I could do this. And then boom, you know, you get burned, right? With, with Ezekiel, you're like... I could fucking make another brand. I'm yeah. going to do Mata. Yeah. Right? So, of course, when you say, I think you know, your personal... Most people in your shoes would go down the same route, you know? Yeah. You said you make mistakes, How? but it's like... Because you're, you're, you've proven to yourself you're successful at it. it and, right? And, 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 you know, so, I mean, you're right, Lynn, and, and, and I appreciate all that input too, Jay. The, so then, that happens. So, the end of Mata happens... And, you know, I, I kind of come to the realization and I don't, I haven't actually shared this with a lot of people. So everyone listening, all you eight people out there. <laughs> We're talking about the shit blowing up. Uh, <laughs> Lyndon, make sure you keep watching this or listening to this a hundred times. We're globally <laughs> listened to, brother. But, so. um, no, no, I wasn't, I don't take offense to that. I'm sorry. I was just joking. But, uh, um, you know, I, I kind of went, you know what? I need to, I need to, after Mata, I was like. I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna start my own brand again. I'm going to because I felt like you know what I have kids and that's and I can't screw up their opportunity. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and um, I was. So what happened to Mata? You had to. I just closed it down. I just closed it down. Yeah. And at that time, uh, Paul had called me, Paul Nandi, and at the same time, right at the end of Mata. Wow. And and I had been talking to him. He knew. And I, I was in trouble and I was like, hey, listen, you know, he's like, hey, I think he he offered me to at that time I was doing, you know, it was like one of those things where the like the, it was collapsing the yeah. industry in a sense or, or just everyone was losing their. It's, it's crazy because there was the only time that in my lifetime that I experienced that was 07, 08. In what happened at the beginning of COVID, yeah. right? Or in people losing their jobs and things like that. But I almost think, looking back, it was actually worse in 07. Like I oh. knew more people that lost their jobs than I know, or homes, yeah. than I knew in that just happened in this yeah. financial crisis with, yeah, with COVID, sure. you know? So, and, you know, not to amplify it, it's your fucking business. Right, right. You know, like, and, so Paul offered me uh, the marketing a marketing position in both Element and Von Zipper, and so of course those were Billabong owned brands, and I went and worked with great people over there. Um, but I, I tell people that experience was really gnarly. Talk about working. Yeah. That was like working for Toyota and Honda at the same time. So <laughs> it, it, meaning I, I there was downstairs and upstairs, and it was a different crew downstairs. And they didn't care. For Element and Von Zipper. For Element and Von Marketing Zipper. For, okay. And they didn't, now, did no, you, none of them, they didn't interact. I was the only person <laughs> that actually did both brands. Yeah. Did, did you work with Paul before? Paul, I did. I knew Paul. Um, 
a little bit from Gotcha, and then he, because of Royce, he, uh, Paul ended up doing some of our manufacturing at Ezekiel. How funny. Yeah. And it's so funny because at one time I'm like, hey, Paul, I want you to work for me. You Fuck know, off. I want, yeah, I was like, at Paul. Ezekiel. Yeah, at Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Hey, Paul, I want you to work for me. And he's like, you know, Paul being Paul, super respectful and like, yeah. hey, I really appreciate that and da da da. But yeah, I'm going to do this. And like six months later, he was the Billabong guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> but like, I mean, Ezekiel was, and again, you had those brands and it was, it was blowing up. And you guys had your little compound down here at yeah. that point. And like, you're going to the, like the mothership of the industry. Like, and, and, I mean, and, and, and that's the, where, and that's where I'm kind of getting, where I'm getting at is yeah. like, there is as great as the people were there it was weird to me to have public money as yeah. opposed to private money and so i'd only known that yeah. i knew what it felt like to sign you know paychecks and and kind of make payroll <clears throat> and when you go to a public company and there's great people doing their positions but a lot of people really don't understand where paychecks come from. Yeah, they take it as a given, and 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 um, in in fact, people I worked with, because you're 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 up against the calendar, and I understand all these things, but there's never a second. Hey, is that really a good price? Or hey, is that no, yeah. no? I've worked with this guy. You know, he's reliable. Da, da, da. But but. It was just because it's not your own money. Yeah, there's yeah. not balances and checks. There's no care. There, yeah. there, you know what I mean. Yeah. And and so I was just mortified by yeah. that experience. You know. Yeah. And did um, you tell Paul this? A little bit. Paul was on. A, I didn't. I, I I didn't report to Paul. I reported to Mark Tinkus, and I uh, I, I vent, Mark eventually gave me uh, the the responsibility for uh, being vice president of Von Zipper, and then I, I was running Von Zipper. And at that time. Yes, I was in control of the P and L, you know, and there were so many things that I didn't like, you know. Um, it was a great company. Why don't you get rid of no, the no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean from a financial standpoint. You know, and I would go head to head with our CFO, who I loved, and I'd go, he'd go, yeah, you know, I, you know, I'd say basic things, question certain expenses and things like that, and he'd go, no, no, that's what it is. I go, well, that's not how I do it. You're yeah. telling me that's what it costs, but I can tell you I could do it for a lower price than what you're you're allocating me here. Yeah. You know, and and he would he would go, you know, Vinny, you know, I noticed that you you know your 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 budget is on your top line is is X, and I go, yeah, that's because I removed that one account because that account, one account isn't reliable, and yeah. I'm not going to base my infra my my budgets off of that. No, no, you, no, I go, no, no, I'm not adding them. You know, <laughs> and I used to have, you know, there were there were people that I worked there that were in that position prior to me and would go in with the CFO and the CFO would say that was the number and they go, okay. And I go, yeah. no, yeah. if you don't think you don't believe in that number, you better not walk out of that room yeah. signing up to that number. I don't care who the guy is, yeah. you know, because you're setting yourself up for failure and yeah. you should. And that's what I say with a lot of the businesses. And that's why I have such strong opinions is we have to live within our means. Yeah. We can't and, just go, amen. And that, you know, and that's the difference between privately held and publicly held or yeah. you know an investment group or you know some sort of other finance because they only want this where you could you could stay you don't always need to grow you just need to be profitable and 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 do it right you know and and, and that's where that's that's where my strong opinions come in so i i lived through 
that I would call it the surf, skate, snow, that, and then that horrible world word action sports to the early 2000s where energy drinks were big and I hate all of that. Yeah. You know, I, I hate all of that. And with Visla, it was a new opportunity, thankfully, that Paul wanted to start the company. But really, I wanted to celebrate. I was so proud. Where were my mature, maybe where I was in my, just with that experience is, I was so proud to be a surfer. And I was so tired of brands not being proud of being a, a surfer. Yeah. So we tried to celebrate all the great things in surfing. You know what I mean? And yes, we have incredible artists and we don't need to be a street brand to be associated with the best artists. We don't need to, you know, all those things. I don't, and there's nothing wrong with those brands' identities and where they, I'm just saying, Visla, I wanted to do all things just surf. That's it. Not any other aspect. And, um, and so, yeah, so that's, that's kind of where a lot of my, but anyways, back, sorry, back to those brands. It's like, I think that's where the in, in industry went wrong, yeah. and I don't think anyone it was not intentional. But when you when you become a publicly traded company and you're just chasing top line, then I, I tell people the example, and, and Lyndon, you know this. If if there's a store and you ship them, and, and um, it's a big brand's number, but you ship them eighty grand a quarter, mm-hmm. and that section fills forty. And you, excuse me, fills eighty, and you sh- you ship them eighty, and you sell forty, and you return back forty, then that tells you that you're producing fifty percent too, too much, much product. Yeah. yeah. And so if they, you're if you're shipping fifty percent too much product, then guess what? That store is fifty percent too big. Yeah. yeah. And if that store is fifty percent too big, then the warehouse they have is fifty percent too big, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Yeah. And so that's where. The whole thing in 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 more power to the retailers, but you you make these concessions yeah. to hit top line, and it only everyone ends up suffering from that. You know, the the concessions to the top lines is a race to the bottom. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and going back to uh, that guy that like putting a higher number isn't. The, the putting a, a, a projection that's too high is too high. Right. Like, and and not looking at it, I, I'm not an overthinker, right? Because you don't want to overthink things because you you don't need to, mm-hmm. you know? It it's, it's a little bit of rocket science when it comes to numbers, but it's not. Because mm-hmm. in all reality, you want what's reality. It's yeah. just discipline. Right. It's, it's being very disciplined. And so... People it's being honest and and, yeah. and and having those expectations with the, the retailer and the people running it's like it take it's a two and, and I want to make the statement though. It's not it's not overthinking, it's thinking it through. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what you need to do. Yeah. So, and and so some retailers are get bummed at us because we say no to things and, and it's not because we, we want to be kooks, it's because we have to live within our means. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and we have to make payroll. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and, and manage cash flow. So, so it's just, again, I can go on about the industry and, and, but you know, in, in, I, I love what Bisla and Paul and your team is doing because it sets up, it sets a press precedence, right? Yeah. Like you're telling people, look, buy what you, buy what you can sell. Yeah. 
you know, because yeah. we can't take it back. And we're in this together. And it's okay to sell out. Yeah, and it's exactly. okay to, to, you know, and then we're going to win some, we're going to lose some, but at yeah. the same time, we're both going to be making money. And if the shop's, right. you know, making right. money yeah. and you're making and, money. And like I said, I don't blame stores because they're only doing, they're only taking advantage of the opportunity that's been given to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so it's not a bad vibe. It's no. just for us, you know, it, that that's what that public mentality did. And, and I, look, I'm very opinionated. I'm we're we're purist at heart, so we're not big fans of outsiders running brands. You know, hell and, no. You know, and yeah. so pretty much all the brands are ran by outsiders yeah. Yeah. and in financial institutions. Yeah, you can have the best best designer you know? and more money, and if you're an outsider, you can't walk into these shops and be like, oh, this is us. No, well, you gotta you gotta come in. Well, and it's it's how many times have we heard? Yeah, hey, you know what? This guy, this guy's gonna do really well for this company. Yeah. He has his MBA. Uh, he's from title. this company, yeah. and da, 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 da. And ha- have they ever? Have you, has it improved anything? Yeah. Nothing. Hey. This company's still in the same spot. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, we're we're hiring the best in class. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's you know, so whatever. But you know, it's it's the industry's different. Yeah. You know, it's just a lot different. I mean, we 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 had Bob McKnight on on the show and. And like we talked to a ton of retailers and, you know, if there's a problem with the shop, like Bob's not running Quicksilver, but he's on the board and he's still, yeah. you know, he's the front man and he's, Bob, I got to listen to that one. He still goes and shows up to the retailer because it's the same retailers he's dealt with the last like 40 years. And he has, you know, you know, he has that clout and that handshake. And it's like, Hey dude, we're going to get through this and yeah. don't worry. It's like, I'm, I'm still here. And you know, yeah. you're, you know, I'm not writing the checks and doing all this, but it's like, and that's what our industry still needs and have that, you know, that get old boy kind of like, you know, network. Yeah. It, it's crazy because, you know, it all depends on what the business philosophy or who's behind strategy it. is, right? Like, are they in it to sell it off in five years? And, you know, guys like McKnight back then and Paul, when he's working for Billabong, like, these guys were surfers that became businessmen, right? You know, became entrepreneurs. So, you know, I kind of don't fault them for like going, okay, how are we going to grow this business? You know, we're gonna we want to. They're men of industry, men of you know, they they wanted to create something and build off it. Like, but who who knew that they would create such a a mess? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And I'm not saying it's a mess. It's just my opinion, right? Like, it's a bummer that they. Well, they did. They pioneered things, though, too, and, and and that's why it's it wasn't intentional. The thing that always you, and you guys hear this too is a lot of those guys. They they made a lot of money. You yeah. know, they 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 got their payday, and and that's what you wanted to do. Yeah. And 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 when it happens today, you know, we've 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 read the book so much. It's like they don't. You get your payday, but just so you know it. It may not. You might not sail off into the sunset exactly the way that you thought it would. Yeah. Would and it's happened so often, so regularly. No one should be surprised by it, yeah. you know. And um, but you know, it's just it's just crazy how it all worked out. And and you know, we just you know we want to surf and and yeah. you know enjoy ourselves. And it's been a crazy year, yeah. you know. It it really has been with. It's been such a challenging year, but we've. We managed to do pretty pretty well uh, despite all those all those challenges. Even and, even you guys have done really well, despite the fact 
that some of those stores were shut down, and most importantly, despite the fact that Bobby Lockhart is your sales rep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, you don't, Bobby need, is, you don't need a dozen. You need four dozen. <laughs> no, no, no. Bobby is gnarly. He is. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah. You know. And Bobby's. Well, it's uh, funny you failed to mention the eighty grand to forty grand. You failed to mention. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you failed. Who did that? <laughs> Who did that? Uh, okay, Bobby. Just kidding, Bobby. Yeah. No, Bobby, Bobby, he's he's amazing. Yeah, he's keeps. I tell him he keeps us all employed. You know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's. Uh, so so going back to when you first started at Visla, like before Visla was so you're created, right? He he called you, Paul Mundy called yes. you. Because he, he was work, out, you're working at Billabong with him. He he. I gotta be careful because there's yeah. some legal things there. But yeah, you know. No, but he he, he stepped aside at one point, right? Like, yeah. So he stepped. He walked out yep. to try and take it back private. Yeah. Mm. So it was interesting at that time. You guys, we had lots of companies coming in and doing due diligence, and we had to spin numbers every way. Mm-hmm. You, I, I mean, everyone was different. So suitors, essentially. So. We, he was, Paul was one of them. Like at one point I had to sit in a room with. No, was he trying just to buy the billabong part of it? No, he was trying to buy the whole thing and take, and he had raised enough money to put an offer in. But at that time there were two or two or three other people as well. And so for whatever reason, uh, the board of directors decided to not go with him Mm. and not take it private and to go with, uh, I can't even remember now, but. And it was a weird time because it was the first time. It was interesting to. It was cool. To, I shouldn't say cool. It was. In, I'm glad I got to experience it because the people that were put in charge shortly thereafter, I was gobsmacked. I was just sitting down with these individuals and going, "This guy literally has no clue." <laughs> like, like this guy. I mean, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. And people forget yeah. at the company. Because a lot of people were bummed when we left. And I'm like, don't you remember who was in charge? And they're like, gone. Don't, don't you? And they're gone now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but don't you remember how it was and the things that they would me. say and yeah. the presentations we would listen to about marketing and rollerblading and all kinds of bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're bummed that I left? Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted to. And now you want a job here? Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so yeah. So Paul Paul didn't win, and uh, you, you know he he called me and said, "Hey, would you be interested in doing?" This? And the first thing I said, and he's probably gonna be bummed that I said, it, I said, "Why would you want to start another brand? <laughs> are you out of your mind? Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, dude? Do you, are you, what are you thinking? You know? And he, but but homie, <laughs> but, but homie, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. If you would have just sat through this presentation, I just sat through. You, you know, yeah, the, you, you, it, it's it not a hard, a hard choice. decision, even though not, normal circumstances, if you're happy, it would have been like, but, yeah. but no, really. So what I was telling you guys, I got to go back to being that more entrepreneurial aspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? And going and I, and I get to, t- I've had these conversations with Pat with a well. professional like experience. And it's like, and you, you get to birth, lessons. you know, yeah. you're birthing something. You're like, you're choosing its color of its eyes, its hair, it's. You get to you get to do all that and form it and shape it, yeah. and you know as you said, Jay, going to, having those experience experiences, it, it was 
it's it's the most exciting it's the most exciting thing to do you know um and paul i I, i'm not giving him he's he is a hard ass worker you know what i mean in he is and you guys rips. gotta do you guys gotta do an interview with him because the guy ultimately that's what I that's what I ultimately appreciate appreciate about him is he's in it to win it. He's a gamer, he's sold out for surf, he's very opinionated, which most surfers are. Yeah. And we have a good go at yeah. each other, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and you, you can and agree you, to disagree. You can't, you can't please everybody. And if you just hold true to your word and your vision and, and how you're going to do it, like they're either going to accept it or not, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. and, and I just, I just like people that are realist and are down for surfing and, and want to make it happen. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and so I like, he, he often says, you know, I come in to compete every day, you know, and that's how I feel, you know, I'm a yeah. very competitive person. Yeah. Um, I, I love my I, it's different being competitor at this age being competitive but I still am so appreciative to people uh, in the industry and, yeah. and but I'm very competitive at the end of the day you yeah. know yeah. Um, uh, and I and I and I, I'm, I'm often critical of, of certain brands but I wouldn't take for granted working for one of the for one of those brands and, and wanting to do the best job I could yeah. you know and I and we have so many friends scattered throughout the industry uh, you know i want the best for them yeah you know and that's what we we always talk about whether it's at the shop level or industry level it's like you know there's not one or two brands that could carry the weight you know and yeah. you you want you want the collective to raise the bar both in you know competitiveness and, and healthy competitiveness and, and you know the concession side we talked about and everybody just kind of like we don't need to do that you know yeah. like we don't need to do that and let's all do you know let's raise the bar so everybody you want a lot of companies to help brands ring the register right? yeah because right. that one one brand no. should, you know yeah. could carry the weight right it can yeah. well and that that basically just occurred <laughs> yeah. i mean it really did occur this last this last year you know for um, sure it was, a, it was a lot of brands contributing to yeah. that you know yeah. So that was really healthy from from that perspective. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is awesome. Tell us about uh, West Coast Borders Board Riders Club. That's cool. You know, I mean, I sat down with with Casey and um, Ziggy, um, and early on, it was like, dude, what you guys are doing is rad. Yeah. Like, I would like Visla to be more involved. And I, I kind of feel like I was the first guy knocking on the door. They they would probably tell you, you know, there was lots of people, and they're probably correct. I felt like I was the first. Yeah. And um, but but as it as it, as things progress, it's like, well, you guys have a brand, you know, you should do this. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, like it should be you. Yeah. You know, um, just trying to figure out the title sponsor of how it would work and yeah. all those names. I'm like, bro, this is too much. You know, there's yeah. too many. It probably should just be you, man. You yeah. Know? But it is exciting, you know, and, and we have, I've lived, just so you guys know, I've lived in San Clemente for 24 years. So it's weird that it's right my, my, my team is Dana Point and all my kids were born and raised in San Clemente. And yeah. I know more families probably I do in San Clemente than I do in Dana Point now. Yeah. And I remember, you know, early on I was like, this is sponsoring San Clemente, you know, we're going to sponsor San Clemente board riders, Eric, go, you know, make sure you talk to those dudes and tell them I'm, I'm, I'm down. And I, I know all of them, but he was my marketing manager. And, and then I remember going to stance recently, maybe a year ago. And 
was there to celebrate San, you know, San Clemente and I had my Dana Point board rider shirt on and people were like, you, what? you, you, because the kids only know me from San Clemente. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, what do you, you're Dana Point? I, I go, yeah, like my main beach, my home beach was Dana Point, yeah. you know? And they, they like, like Cole Hauschman yeah. and Cade and all those guys. Yeah. I've known those kids since they were tiny because my kids grew this up is with my, them. This is my roots and everybody that's on this team is every, you know, like, yeah, yeah you're split between like... And, so, and, does everybody not, call you CC Betchloff of Saint Clement? No, <laughs> is that what CC did? He you know, Ventura. You know right? what's um, you know what's funny? No, I, I mean, you know what's I hadn't seen CC forever, and I saw him at the board riders. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, that's what's really cool too. You're like, oh my god, yeah. That I mean, but but I mean, just competing with your friends and. And, yeah, you're uh, competing with Machado. You're yeah. competing with the late night. Not really competing with Machado. Machado just, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's incredible, you know. And obviously the Aussies have been doing it for years. Yeah. yeah. And and to, to be able to have the organization and, and a new chapter of, for especially for me, like just that camaraderie. Yeah. And, and obviously ED runs uh, Dana Point and is so passionate about you know, we're not a big club, so he's so involved in the community yeah. and, and making sure we're kind of rooted into, you know, the community and, and helping businesses. data point is you, Pato, ED. CB, sometimes. <laughs> CB? Chris Billy. Chris Billy, okay. Yeah. Um, no, there's a lot of good guys. There's a lot yeah. of good guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Huntington, Newport, you guys are stacked. San Clemente. I don't know San how San Clemente, Clemente loses. I don't know either. I don't know how San... You look at the name on paper, you're like, <laughs> you, you, here, you were, here's your trophy. Were you there at the... No, you guys weren't there. But watching that event, bro, it was like so exciting. It was like it was like NBA finals that felt like... But it doesn't matter. It takes more than a few superstars. It, it's, a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's an yeah. all-day, seven division. You're right, Jay. You it's know? And, and Peter Mel... Nine Rip. five double whammy. <laughs> Nine five double whammy. The con, like con, boom, like we're like. I, I feel like it's like I, the guys that always seem to rip are like Dave Post. Yeah. Like Dave Post puts up like two nines or does an error or something yeah. like that. And you're for like for sure. You're yeah. like, dude, the guy's clutch. Saint Clement, yeah. right? Archie, Chris Ward, Crosby, Colapinto, Cole Hausman, Ian Crane. Who else? Uh, Jet Schilling, Cade Matson, yeah, the, the, the Gadowskis bros, yeah. the three Gadowskis. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, like the Archie, yeah, yeah. Holy it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. I mean, I asked those guys, I go, what happened? And they, you know, they had some good. They were like a couple guys just forgot to whammy, or yeah. you know what I mean, or did. Well, Ian made, Crane, who's well, a fantastic surfer, fell on every single wave. Yeah, and he was the double whammy surfer. So yeah. he, Basically. I don't even know. And so Nate Yeomans. Fumble. Yes, oh, it's Nate Yeomans. I'm oh, yeah. sorry, Nate. <laughs> yeah, sorry. sorry, highest rated. Highest rated. <laughs> Get on our show, dude. Um, but no, it's and that's the thing is, you know, you got these, these generations, and then you got like the guys you looked up to. You got your crew, the guys that were pros before, you know, below you, and then you got these super groms that are just like on fire. Yeah. And everybody's there. It's a big freaking community party. Yeah. And yeah. we're rooting on. Even though you want to win, but like when Pete Mel, he brought, you know, it was just probably like the highlight of the morning and he's run up the beach. We're all cheering for yeah, him. Yeah, We're yeah. all just like, yeah. I want to see everybody drop nine fives, yeah. you know? Yeah. I want everybody to have that competitiveness. Yeah. But the you know, conditions were. 
But the shit talk, the shit talking's still great too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, that goes back to what we talked about earlier in the yeah. show about three hours ago was uh, three hours ago. <laughs> was uh, we were only on two hours. Was, and was no, you know, what other sport do you yeah. get together like that yeah. with people you've known for thirty years? Yeah, you know, and and. That's funny. Yeah. It's 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 and it's amazing, you know. And you, and some of it's a little intimidating. You're like, whoa! I forget who did I see from uh, ah, it was somebody from San Diego. I remember he was so gnarly, um, goofy footer. Uh, old or young? He, Doug Silva? No, not Doug. Not he's younger than Doug. Um, he ripped too. He went on. Uh, I I'll remember. Pat Moss? No, no. A San Diego guy. A San Diego guy. Trevor Christ? Trevor Christ. <laughs> Look at Lennon. Seeing Trevor Christ, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. dude. Remember, he was gnarly. Gnarly. You yeah. know, and he's like, oh, that's Trevor Christ. He looks great. He's like yeah. ripping still, you know? Cool. But but it's it's funny that, you know, we got, you know, we know guys in the, the 40s, even 30s or 50s or whatever, and they're like, dude, I'm training for this event. <laughs> I'm training. I am I'm surfing every day. Like it is so competitive with just our own team and people like and it's awesome to see and it's kinda of funny that other people take it so damn serious. Yeah. But it's those, just, that's those guys are always fun to watch. The yeah. ones that take it too seriously. Yeah. But but you know, and it's it's like uh, we do so poorly, Dana Point, but and Pat and I are like I go, Pat, you know what? With some of these guys, and I've done horrible, I'm like, we maybe just need to draw on a chalkboard and go, okay, this is how it works. Yeah. You catch this wave, you know, if you get a, if you think you got a five or a six, that's your wave, okay? You're good. You're, you know what I mean? Like, that's what you want to get. Yeah. You want to manage this time and do like a little coaching thing. Because guys that you've known forever, Shane Miller, one of our guys, he's a good surfer, he went Heart out there is- in like, Went two feet off the beach and caught one. There's like it's like four to five feet, and he's catching one to two footers on the shore break. We're like, we're like, what are you doing, dude? (laughs) What are you doing? And they come in and they know they blew it. And that's the beauty of this of West Coast board riders and having these board riders because you guys are seasoned athletes and competitors. So for you to teach. Your same your peer group or even younger guys that's golden right like that's what's yeah. cool about this and, and and you know you spoke about this earlier about you know homeschool and every, you know everybody's got coaches and trainers and all this for the younger kids but a lot of our teams you know just being part of the organization you have so much resources like i mean our team we got you know danny nichols jeff deffenbaugh we got brandon gilmet we got uh, brett simpson we got all these guys that are like let's do Let's do a Tuesday workout. Okay, we're running, and you're getting these down, and they're giving you tips. And, you know, yeah, yeah it's for the, the board writers. But that resources and, like, having that where you're not paying the coach and you're, you know, you're... It's, and it's then you have awesome. little things like, I didn't know Brandon Gelmet surfed that good. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, that guy surfed he's, really good. He's our Huntington Pat. He doesn't fall. Yeah. He gets only eights. I don't think he wears leashes. And he's, <laughs> no joke. Like... That, he's like, gonna go out and drop an eight. Yeah, he's such a he's good. He's our paddle right there. Yeah, that's sure. a good. That's a good comparison there. <laughs> what about uh, extracurricular activities? Foiling. Man, I don't. I, I think if I was in Hawaii, you need to stay active, um, but not like that's one thing we were not hyped on is foiling and not necessarily foiling. I should say. I'm sorry. Supping. Yeah. Um, you know and. You know, to this is again. That's it. see. I I thought the guy got out of this interview without pissing everyone off, but no, no, it's, it's just I mean, not. It's no. just not thing that I I I think. 
if you're on a lake and you want exercise and, and things like that, and like, like I said, if I lived in Hawaii, maybe I'd have a different, probably do it all, you know, exactly, <laughs> you know, and, but no, I'm, I'm not, no I, like, I just, I, but you know what's funny growing up being a performer, I get heckled a little bit, but growing up being a more like we would never ride longboards as kids. Yeah. And now I love riding a longboard, yeah. you know, and, and under, I have such an appreciation for the art of it, you know, yeah. and how technical it so is. Hard. And I never knew that, you know, and, and so my son, one of my sons is, he, he, uh, uh, rides a longboard a lot. And, you know, I wrote, you know, I rode a longboard with him a lot and surf and Sano and stuff like that. And I, I love it. So like, that's, I do, at Visla, we do celebrate, we call it more of the free spirit, a guy that can ride anything. Yeah. And, and so fishes or mid-lengths or longboards or, you know, making your own, we, we like, it's rad. And, and again, I'm a product of that, of the thruster, Paul often says, you know, um, yeah. but I, I, I like riding twin fins and, and fishes when it's appropriate or, you know, on certain, certain waves, you know, yeah. but I definitely, I definitely, to, to, I mean, I, I try and move as much as I can now because yeah. I feel like I'm at the age where I want to do a cutty. Yeah. You know, in fact, you know what? I do want to pivot here. The thing that's interesting to me, and again, I, this is where I hold surfing on such a higher level, is there's all these yoga athletic brands, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I'll be honest with you, I, you'll never catch me wearing that product, ever. <laughs> Why would that take precedent over surfing? Yeah. In the sense that you think a yoga brand makes better shorts than a surf brand? Do you do you really think that? And and like and like I think just slapping people around. Do you know you know what I mean? Like I tell because I had this conversation with my oldest son. It's like I get I get these ads on Instagram and it's from one of these performance yoga brands and the guy's lifting a tire. I'm like, you're gonna you're gonna that's what you're gonna you're you're that easily influenced that you're gonna buy that product rather than somebody that you can do a cutty, dude. You know yeah. how to do a cutback. Yeah. If you can do a cutty, yeah. you shouldn't be wearing anything than a surf brand. Yeah. Because right. I get it if you can't surf and so that's kind of your deal. Yeah. But if you got a cutty and you can get barreled, how is a down dog ever going to be as good as getting barreled? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, <coughs> there's no better. I tell everybody, I go, surfing is. I love, I love it. The, it's the best non workout yeah. that you'll ever have. Like the fact that you you going out and you're so focused on just so you don't waves. do yoga. Yeah, I do. That's the thing. I do. I I occasionally would do yoga. But am I gonna wear? I'm gonna buy a yoga pair of shorts or you know to do my yoga? I mean, like that's insane, right? I mean, you know, it's just anyways. Yeah. What good. kind of board are you riding now? Um, it's interesting you say that. Are you out of here, bro? We're, we're just finishing up. Are you leaving, homie? Oh, are you recording right now? Yeah. You're on the cast. You got to say and hi. This is Steve Neely. Whoa. This is today's last day. Oh. He's been our art director Here. for a long time. Can I pause it? Grab an Ashland. Grab an Ashland. Right, right here, homie. They're not. They're not. They're not cold. I hope you have ice somewhere. Hey, Luke Warren. How you doing? I'm Steve. Steve Linden. Nice to meet you, man. Jay. Jay. Right on, dude. Today's your last day? Today's my, his last day. And you Where are you going, man? Starting your own brand? You going to some yoga no, brand? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how opinionated I am. 
about it. Oh, Here we go. Nice yeah, I know. That's gonna gonna take take home, right? We should have put those in the fridge for you guys. I'm going to give you a oh, pineapple actually sounds pretty rad. Dude, pineapple's good. I like the blackberry lemonade. Yeah. Pineapple's good. They're all good, dude. Good. Lime's good. They're all if you If you ever have like a, LaCro- like a LaCroix or something, it's like that with... You, you, you drink this and you're like, there's no booze in this. Give me a pineapple like, one, bro. They're warm, This guy probably. can't drink alone. They're, so, they're warm, bro. You, which one do you want to drink? I'll take any of them. Can't drink? Hey. Yeah, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try shit. one then. They're all right. Luckily, there's blackberry lemonade. lemonade. Did you get one of those? Yes. What do you guys think? I did. <laughs> so they have Just a podcast. Late Night with Chalky. Yeah. And so recording a podcast. Yeah. So you're, you're tripping like, what is me? You're going to be on the show on your left And I left my phone on my desk. We're we're recording right now. This dude, yeah, you guys, this is this is a What's heartbreaker. Stephen. Stephen what? Steve Neely. Neely. Okay. He's Steve going. Neely. He's going into um. What, what do you call it? The, it's not the medical, but biotech. Biotech. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. Brain <laughs> like like brain <laughs> waves, huh? Brain health. Awesome. Wait, so what, yeah. you're changing. Yes. Careers. Uh, yeah, a bit of a pivot. Yeah. <laughs> a bit. A bit of a pivot. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been in the surf industry for what twenty five years. Came from Nixon. Yeah, I was at Nixon for a while. Sick. We had Chad Danetta on like Chad D the other weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now I'm going a whole new direction. Yeah, I'm stoked. Nice. Creative direction for Wave Neuro is the company. Cool. Yeah. What a fucking trip. Yeah. Pretty yeah, heavy. Totally. Pretty heavy. Where's that? Where's their headquarters? In Cardiff, next to my house. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's Cardiff. Cardiff. <laughs> yeah. It's Cardiff. actually next, right next door to the Patagonia building. Right there in Cardiff. Yeah. The building right I'm, I'm often there. Yeah. Ashland's right behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. behind the street behind yeah. you. Yeah. Right here, dog. Ashland. Are you plugging Ashland? We, oh, yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we did. Our sponsors. This is yeah. all the shit I just did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> Ashland tastes really good. <laughs> yeah. Are you Ashland is really good. Huh? Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. <laughs> There's no reason to cut this out. This is part of the uh, conversation. This is how raw, yeah, how raw we are right here. Uh, we're talking board. When I talked to you about like birthing the brand, he he's one of the guys that was instrumental. Oh yeah, in, you're, in you're doing that. How long you, you from the start? Seven years. Okay. I started a little bit after the brand started. Okay. Yeah. Not much longer though. Yeah. You know, so we've 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 done a lot of things. Steve's been amazing. Now, did you guys always? Did you start off in this building or no? We, so a lot of people think we already, we had planned it in the exit of, you know, myself or Rob. We, Paul didn't have anything ready. We, when we exited, we started and we just needed a building just to just start working. Yeah. And so we ended up in, we were in this, basically this, what I would call almost like a, it wasn't a flat, but it was. Incubation. Yeah. We were all in one room in Irvine for probably six months, I, I think, you know, somewhere, it felt like six months again, time went by fast, and then we came here. Mm. So, um, we, we've been here for, you know, pretty much the whole, almost the whole time. Yeah, yeah. and we're in Lisa, be we're for in, those I didn't listening. want to say that, Jay, but yeah, yeah, we're in Lisa, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. The address <laughs> is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Vista was first, and then DeBlanc was right. You know what, DeBlanc started pretty much right at the same time, um, and then shortly thereafter, Amuse, and then we just interviewed Mandy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. She, I'm sure she she's a great brand builder yeah. as well. Yeah, sure. Um, and then and, and Kurt, big yeah. C, 
Big and Big C, C no yeah, way. We yeah. got them together. Hey, oh, yeah. that's classic. We, got, uh, we were just at Surf Ranch yesterday. Oh, is that who you were? Yeah. yeah. Nice. We were surfing at Surf Ranch Skin, yesterday. Skin Dog, Sean Dollar, <laughs> all those guys. Yeah, that's classic. Um, and then uh, we started Sister yeah. really recently. Like yeah. A, it feels like a year and a half ago or something like that. So... It's been, awesome. it's been, uh, and Amuse is still part of this, or is this yes? Amuse is still part of the brand, okay? Yeah, and that's a or I should say the company, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's Stokehouse, right? Stokehouse, yeah, so that's their distribution umbrella. umbrella and you guys work a lot with Jake Mizuno, yes, yeah, and we sponsor Noah Mizuno, yeah, yeah, he just came out with that fucking sick egg edit, yes. yeah. Yeah. I can't believe how good that is. You know what? He, he is, the thing that we were, we were just he talking charges. about this this morning, actually, the thing that's rad about Noah is he's so different. Coming from Hawaii, he, he rides everything. You know, obviously he's a performance surfer, but he'll ride fishes, mid-lengths. And let's get real, the waves are so good in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. You don't really need. But I, I appreciate that because you could see the difference in style versus a guy that's just standard shortboard technicality like yeah. guy versus somebody that can, you know, make every board look good. Yes. You know, you got to. Very smooth. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you got to. Yeah. When you're on different boards like that and, and, and switching back and forth, which is we didn't have that option when we were kids. Now, you know, with the board tech, I think it's. Did amazing you, what people could do now. Did you get acclimated to pipeline? Uh, backdoor pipeline was was more, hard to get left. Anyways, yeah, it was a lot harder. But I definitely got waves out yeah. there. I wouldn't say I was ever acclimated. Yeah, yeah. If Todd Chester was alive, he would never allow me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what about like Sunset? Sunset, I, I did good. And yeah. again, Todd's the one, he would be like, Vinny, surf the North Peak. You know what I mean? And Deep. I had uh, my I had success out there. My first heat, I mean, I, I want some heats out there with some pretty gnarly guys as well. Um, but Todd Chester was like, this. Were, he would always be like, the north way better to surf than the west peak and you know assuming there was north in it yeah but but um yeah i i'd I'd surf there but again given the proximity of where i stayed you know i there was tons of waves and you know we would we would definitely hit some of those spots but it's 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 pretty awesome that like how diverse like the north shore is in such a small span and you usually end up surfing you know you're talking like a couple miles, a mile, and there's freaking pipe, and you know, sunset. But depending on where you're staying, is where you're gonna primarily surf the most. Surf the most. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you don't want to hop on a bike and ride a half a mile away. Yeah. No, I'm just gonna surf like right here, right there, right there. I could see those spots, you know. And it does turn on, and that's yeah. I think why it could be you know blown, and all of a sudden like the winds change without even knowing it, unless you're like staring at the ocean. A lot of times. It just you get these little windows and stuff, and you're always out like right normally where you're staying. Right, exactly. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what sunset? What am I going to bring? Is this you know what board? You know, like you're not going with a quiver. You're going one board. But um, you did ask me right before Steve came in. Was you know what are you riding? And I've ridden Merricks forever. You know, I get all of our creators boards here at Visla. Travis Reynolds. uh, Gato Gato. What's that? Gato Gato. No, I haven't had one of his boards yet. What's Derek Disney. D- Derek Disney. Disney. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had one of his boards, but like Danny Hess, McCollum. you know, McCollum, um, 
they're all amazing, you know? Yeah. One of Paul's, Paul made me this fish with a flex tail. Nadi? Yeah. He shapes? The guy is gnarly. <laughs> like, he'll, we'll work all week, obviously, and he'll go home on weekend, like, shape, shape like two or three boards and laminate them. Wow. Really? Laminate them, sand them, everything. I, I was making a freak. Week. I was teasing him the other day and I was like, hey, dude, like, like, um, you know, basically saying, oh, you got a beautiful pool in your yard and all this stuff. I was kind of rousing him. He's like, he oh, no, he's like, no, I, I just, when I come out of the shaving bay, I jump in. I don't even swim in it anymore. Right you jump in the pool all sandy. And, you know what I mean? And like, he's like, yeah, I do. And he's all, and then I'll throw the boards in there. And after I've done, I've done the first sand through and just lightly, I'm like, what? Get, get the fiber <laughs> down and do a little But But anyway, so the pool's me, not for swimming. Hey, it's people, people are sitting, hey, I got a fireman glass on me. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> totally. But yeah, he made me this, this uh, fish flex tail and I wrote it, I, I've written it like about four or five times, but he, I, I told him, I go, Dude, it, I feel like I'm riding a killfin. Like I'm on a two-foot wave burger in, in Oceanside, and I'm just flying through sections. Yeah. Like in doing roundhouses on one-foot waves. Springing and just. It was incredible. It's incredible. Where, where does Vinny De La Pena surf right now? I still surf a lot of Salt Creek, actually. Yeah. yeah. You can't. Not, you can hardly get this guy out of Creek. You know, it, because you guys from and here, you live in San Clemente. Yeah, but from here, I surf a, a fair bit of San Clemente. Too. But you'll go hit the spot and then come because in. I can surf yeah. here at lunch and it's easy access. Yeah. I, I've been lately surfing Newport. Like wow. I surf Newport. I surf River Jetties this morning because what? My, 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 was it my, any good? It was a little wall today, yeah. but the last two days, yeah, I've had waves and and. Max, my new marketing manager, he's from Newport, and he... Um, he gives you the 411? Well, no. He's been surfing Creek with me, and he's like, bro, this place is Shihatsu. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 and I'm like, yeah, dude. In the summertime, it's a burger. Yeah. And you can go down to... I should t- yeah. explain yeah. all your spots. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, like, there's a wedge. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, it's actually tubing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it does... You know when, when that... When it, Lars going to say it wasn't that big, but you weren't even fucking there. So shut the hell up. But uh, Lockie took me to the left off the... Yeah, don't say that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was big. Now that spot wedges. Yeah. It was... But but it doesn't last very long. Yeah. You know? Because he surfed it the night before, right? I picked him up to go golfing in Dave Nash's birthday party. And he goes, uh, he goes yeah, I surfed, uh, I surfed there last night. And it was fucking triple overhead, and I'm like, and in my and head, I'm like, and Lockie will he doesn't sugarcoat like sugar. he doesn't. He's, he's a realist. Now, this guy, I'm a, I'm a wuss. I'm a, I'm a wuss. Not just I'm that. A self- it's incorrect. It's I'm a self-proclaimed <laughs> wuss. He's the one doing the surfing. How, how was it, Lenny? It was so fun, and I'm looking at him like it's two foot reforms with like a deep spot, like, <laughs> like whatever. And he's, I have a blast in it. He does, and you, I, he's the, he's the ultra grom. Well, well, Lyndon, honestly, for me, it's more than surfing now. I, I want to get wet and I want to paddle because I want to stay in paddle shape. Yeah, you want to be in good paddle shape. And be able to put yourself in a good position for when it is good or when a good one comes in. Yeah. But so, so I'm picking him up because yeah, we're gonna go surf that spot. It's triple. It was triple overhead last night, and I'm thinking, fuck. I hope it's smaller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God it was. It was he's only like a couple right. feet overhead. He's like, such a good surfer. He's he not. Really, yeah, he's such a good surfer. It's like he is. You know what? He drives all the way to San Francisco, and he'll take his fucking like seven six and eight zero, oh, and you're just like. 
You're and just blow crazy. off all of his appointments. And sir, no, he'll do it. He's a professional. He's a professional. I'll just write it for you. I know we had a meeting with Surf. I'll just write it but for you. But he'll go out by himself in Ocean Beach that you have to paddle a mile out. I'm just like, bro, you're, you're like, you're off. You're he off. He's a, he's so a that, Have you done Surf Ranch? I have. Okay. I did one time. Um, and uh, WSL invited Paul and I and I got a few waves and you know, on the way home. Oh, this is a funny story too, because a couple of people tell it. So Paul, we're dri- I'm making him drive. We're driving out there, and he's like complaining the whole time, right? Why would they put it out here? This is an f up, you know, Vinny. Middle of nowhere. What are you doing? And da 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 da. First wave. The guy is like <laughs> out of his head, right? He's like. Screaming like right, he's just freaked out. I got it on video, and on the whole way home, he's like, "When do we? How do we get back here? How? How do we? How do we come back? You know what I mean? Like it was a complete 180, you know. And uh, but I, I, I obviously uh, I'm name dropping, but I, I I text Kelly and I'm like, "Homie, this was like, it was so insane. Next level. Yeah, it was. It's such a treat, you know. And just so you've you've only been once. I've only been one time. So what was were you? Were they scouting you to maybe do a, an event there? No, I think may, may, it, I think it was more not, <clears throat> not an event there, but more WSL just in general. They had a few companies come out. Yeah. Um, How many and, waves did you get? You know, I ended up poaching. I probably got six waves, but really, I probably caught three or three or three four. full length. Like, yeah. Have you been there yet, Steve? No, I wasn't invited. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, not many people do. It's you got like, lost in the mail or something. Yeah. I, uh, Paul told me yesterday he's like he's like Vin I'm going back to the ranch I go when are we going yeah when, when are we going back yeah. he's like no man you're not on this one I'm like what <laughs> you know but uh, yeah it's 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 amazing Ashland yeah, that's good Ashland, Ashland. this, is, this is actually one? really good it's fucking yeah. really good yeah it's really Blackberry good Blackberry Lemonade's good so so we have to plug the guy that hooked us up oh so you know, yeah. you know, on the beach in Monterey, yeah, Kelly Sorensen, yeah, Kelly, yeah. So seen, seen him in a long time, but yeah, long time friend, long time customer. We, we're bros, and since we started the podcast, we, we interview a lot of shops. And, yeah, you know, and, we promote our, our our retailers and stuff, yeah. and and um, I I invited him for the outer known days there. Yeah, and he blew it. He didn't catch any waves. No shit, you're saying this on, on Yeah. Well he he's, he said it before. <laughs> and and uh Rewind. And he's like, what do I he's like he's like, I gotta get back there. So he, he got to go again and now he set himself up. You got Ray Bonner to push him in on one? <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry, he, Cal, I'm just kidding, man. So he uh he Rents, he rents it out himself. He, he he's the travel agent for the pool now. So if there's open days Three day, he does three He's days in February. I was just dogging him too. Yeah. Three days in yeah. February, three days in July, three days in September, and three days in December. Yeah. He goes so, all four seasons. Wow. So if you and ever need anything. I just ruined it. So it's called hey, Day of Stoke days or of days, Stoke. days of Stoke. And he, you know, he, he fronts it. He's like, dude, if there's an opening, I'm going to buy it. And then he fills this, the, the spot. Of course. You know? Yeah. Divvies him out. Um, yeah. But it gives people that aren't. You know opportunities because it's you know, normally it's it's corporate events or WSL events and it's it's pretty it's it's just, you know exclusive yeah. and private you know so this gives people opportunities to to buy 
into the day or whatever. You, you know what I was it's kind of genius tri- tripping on is aside from surfing the wave, obviously it's incredible. Yeah. But when you walk, you, you, when you walk into the locker room for the first time and you see your name and your your we forgot your hydro, we forgot to take our fucking. You know, I, gotta, I no. got a picture, but we forgot. No, no, I know. And you, all your stuff, you're like all your stuff, yeah. and I, you know, you're like, of course, you're like, yeah, I'm taking. I'll take two towels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't need that, right, <laughs> Kelly? You don't need that. I'll just grab this out of your locker. <laughs> take two towels. I got my hydro, and then. But my kids, you know what I mean? Then, then they're gone. I'm like, no, no. To have something from the surf ranch, you're like so stoked. Oh my you know? gosh! Five star service. Five yeah. star. Yeah. Service, five star. I have. Okay. Yeah. That 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 was really good too. Yeah, you guys have there. done that, right? I have. Yeah, yeah. A couple times. Yeah. I haven't been there. You know, the thing. My only complaint about Kelly's is I can't afford to get surfed out. <laughs> no. At BSR, you can get surfed out. Yeah. You can be like, oh my gosh, I can barely walk. Yeah. yeah. Big know? time, dude. I missed a wave yesterday. At, at Did the I say that? Oh, that's painful. Dude, Dude, I got caught behind. He's got it on video. <laughs> I got caught behind on a couple. I didn't yeah. a couple yeah, this guy was going too aggro. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's I really was like, hard. I'm feeling good. I'm going to go for it. And I just was like getting like, yeah. You, if you're a centimeter behind that's the, the sweet spot, you're right. done. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Oh. Yeah. It, and he's it, like, a little touch. Off. And this guy's louder than loud he's like what the fuck <laughs> are you doing i'm like I, you're right i should have just gone straight and waited for the barrel but i i couldn't do that <laughs> you know what though i'll be back but yeah dude the 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 whole experience of the day is just phenomenal yeah. it's just did you trip out bad. when you drove through the gate yeah that's what i'm saying like other than the Steve. wave is incredible but that's all those that, other little things yeah that like, atmosphere you've seen the, the footage of the hospitality yeah like seeing it firsthand, yeah. You're, it's a. Trip. I went for the. This guy's been there, bro. You know, uh, yeah. Because yeah. Outer Note had Outer Note had a, a like a booth there. We were like talking about I don't know, but anyways, I remember it was a Friday, and I was like, I pulled to the gates. Gates open up, and you're just like, oh my god! And you're like looking around. It looks amazing, and I start walking back, and I see the pool. And this left is coming at you, and it's just perfect, right? It's perfect fucking freight train coming right at you. And this guy is just boom, 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 coming closer and closer, and just like, holy shit. It was Kelly? No, it was uh, Gabriel Medina. Oh, goofy. And the spray was like as big as the wave, you yeah. know? And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. I, 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 I can't comprehend that this dude is surfing a perfect wave in a pool in the middle, in of, nowhere. The middle of nowhere. And I'm just yeah. like, how the fuck do I get out there? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. You know, and, and, and again, it's, it's just where we're at as, you know, like technology and It's going to be great when all and, of them are up and, and, and If Vinny really liked you as an employee and you're leaving, <laughs> he should have rented out Oh, no, Steve, Steve, Steve will get, we'll, we'll, we'll be on set. <laughs> no, my birthday's coming up. Right? And you know what? Steve has <laughs> had the pleasure of being on many trips. As yeah. the art director, this guy has gotten his To where? Can we need to do a photo, photo, photo uh, <laughs> trip over here. Uh, right? Irvine, Costa Mesa. Let's do a photo trip to Lamore. Yeah. Downtown Beach, Sweet Beach. How many places have you been? You <clears> many? <throat> I, I never asked this question. Seriously. Since you've been here, how many places have you been? How many countries and surf spots do you surf? I've never counted the countries, but a lot. Yeah, New Zealand, Chile, Costa Rica, Mexico, 
Portugal, Basque Country, France. Wow. All on the company. Not to mention a bunch of Hawaii trips. Hawaii every year, a couple times. <laughs> Bro, yeah, he he's more traveled than anyone in this company. Yeah. No shit, <laughs> yeah. dude. Hey, all those places. Yeah. Are you sure you want to leave the company? Uh, Did, does anybody surf at this new company or bio? Tech I got I got a joke around. Yeah, I got a joke sir? around. Okay, so, good. Do you guys know Corbin Campbell? I don't he, think so. he has. A, I'm gonna plug his coffee shop. He has a coffee shop up in Ventura called Singing Sun. He used to be our team manager here at Vista, and he would he would he intentionally. Uh, would complain about you know this is hard or that's hard he's an insane guy I'm making him sound bad but anyways I go like I go homie how can you complain to me right now I just saw your reel from the last our last photo shoot of you getting blown out of the barrel like seriously dude like you're getting blown out of the barrel on some of these trips and you're gonna complain about one of the team riders or something like that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> But Steve, I'm basically saying Steve's in the same boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. These guys, these guys have gotten to live the dream. Oh, it's been a good run. Yeah, yeah. man, good run. Don't get teary eyed now, bro. Yeah, come on. Okay. No more ashes for okay. that guy. I'm gonna, uh, 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 Lyndon. You asked me. You were asking me, and I did when Steve was coming in. Is uh, what am I riding? So I've ridden Merricks forever. Yeah. Um, and I love the Merricks and, and Brit and all those guys up there. Recently, um, Marcio, like maybe a, a year ago, he's Shot like, by. yeah, he's like, hey, Vin, I want, we, were, we were talking some business and things like that. And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to make you a board. And I'm like, okay, cool, dude. Yeah, why like, not? Epic. Yeah. I rode the thing and it was like pretty gnarly, you know, so. What kind of model? Like what? The HD2, the Hilly Toledo uh, 2. Is that what the... That's not the one he rode just in the pool, if mm. that's what you're talking about, because I just ordered that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 The perks of the, the, the industry, you yeah. know, no. in your position. But, but you know what? There's so many good shapers now. So many good shapers. And that's what we I, talk about all the time. We kind of only ride stamps right now. It's yeah. Tim Stamps. Yeah. He's a good shaper. Lockie's. He's, Lockie's yeah. homie. Lockie's yeah. homie, too. Yeah. Um, I ride, I'll ride whatever, but you Same. Know, somebody shapes me a board, and I don't tell them anything, but the, like, the height and my weight and I get a board and it's magic. I'm yeah. like, I guess I'll order a couple more. That's what I did. You know, that's, that, that's, that's, you know, and I, coming from our back background, sometimes it's, you know, people want feedback and people want you to like critique and, and let's, let's get you another one. I, I, I just want to get, and Tim's really good at giving me a board uh -huh. and, it, and it works and it works, but I don't, he doesn't ask like, Hey, like, Give me some feedback or whatever, you know, which I've always had my whole, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't, I'm not working and I don't want to, no, yeah. you got well, other people. I'm just nobody now. You know? Well, and, and, and you, I'm sure you surf a lot, Jay, but I was going to say, if you're not really surfing a lot of I hours, like, yeah, then I, I don't, I kind of reserve, like you're saying, I don't really like to give too much feedback, Yeah, you know, because I don't feel like I'm, but I'm sure they don't even, you know, the, the, yeah, just, the, I only order two models. A spark plug, which is like a fish, uh -huh. and then a grinder, which is like his grog. Everyday board. A beach, and I've been ordering those board. two boards for like five years. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm all about like, I'll take out a long board with my kids. Like we went to Malibu a couple weeks ago and it's perfect for my grom. I mean, it was, there was sets coming in where I'm like, fuck, I should go get my short board. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. but then it's like every once in a while it's kind of lowly and then yeah. I'm just, I'm like, 
I wouldn't catch anything. I I get out paddled by freaking everybody out here, and yeah. I'm on a yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm yeah. like, oh, this is epic. I got a freaking a bunch of fun waves, and you know, it's, that's all that matters. Getting out there and getting some waves, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I mean, longboarding is 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 fun. I, I yeah. especially on. I mean, I'd have a. I think I'd have a tougher time on it being too big to longboard, but but especially when it's small, I feel like to just glide like that and even mid lengths. All your hits in Cardiff. It's almost like relearning how to surf. Obviously, not like in a performance way, but how to re like look at the wave, and, you know, and wait. And you, you know, you're saying it's difficult. Like longboarding is difficult. Not like trying to hang ten and do that, but just just the speed, the tempo, and, yeah. and not catch a rail, dig yeah. rail. You yeah. know, like that. Just basic fundamentals is like incredibly hard. You know, and it's yeah. You know, it was a, a fun Matt Calvani from being. I, I have a couple of Travis Reynolds longboards that are really good, but my first longboard was 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 from Calvani, and he, he's like, okay, if you've ridden thrusters your whole life, I'm gonna get shape you this this diamond tail single fin, wow. and he's like, you'll you'll have you'll under it'll you'll it'll be a great first longboard for you to kind of get used to the transition, and that longboard I still have, and it's just incredible, mm. you know, so. So cool. Yeah. Anyways, is that is that it, fellas? I've never had a longboard. I, yeah. yeah, we could cut it there, but we got to do a recap, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just is that what you guys do? Yeah. Just one, you know. one little recap. Okay. Just highlights. Mexican American, you rip. <laughs> like, like what? Uh, what did what did Cheech say? Mexican American. Kick you in the face. Like my girl named Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, so so, dude. Yeah, Vinny De La Pena. Thank you. For yeah. legendary Thank fucking you. Thank you guys surfer, for entrepreneur, businessman. Definitely started from the bottom. Doheny, <laughs> Doheny, <laughs> right? Doheny yeah. Grom. Graduated to Salt Creek. The limelight now around tight. <laughs> graduated to the, the world stage of professional surfing. Yeah. Covers in magazines. We didn't even talk about videos. Yeah. You know? What was your most memorable video part? Do you know? It was probably a rusty video. Yeah. yeah. I did have a Taylor Stowe. You guys were wrapping it up. I did, I did go to the first, uh, was in the first Taylor Stowe video, the first Momentum. I was in... Um, 18 Porto, and, and uh, we were all there. Everyone, it was all the boys. Chesser, Brock, Dorian, um, and I got a sick one. And he, he, I'm like, okay, you know, afterwards, you know, he'd show you the video. And I farmed it and erased the wave. The the one, like, the, oh, the, the killer barrel. Pat total, told us that. Uh, anyways, but yeah. But, but no, my best videos were probably rusty videos, yeah. Yeah. And, and all the hot summer nights replays from all your yeah. your Jersey wins. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot summer <laughs> nights. There's Vinny, there's, uh, yeah, there's Dino, there's... Uh, Making Lam- a grip Slam of Breezy. Not a Slam Breezy. Yeah. Grip of money More than I Rusty. Deserve. Right. Yeah. Three-year run at Rusty and then got clipped, went to, started riding Merricks, went to Australia. You're still like, what, 22 years old? You do really good on these recaps. Yeah. Right? He, 22 years really old. really good memory. Yeah. And you're like, 
And it's not for me living out of a suitcase. Not living out of a suitcase. Fuck it. I'm going to start my own brand with no fucking business experience, <laughs> yeah. knowledge, no business plan, no blueprint, no connections, no anything. I'm going to start Ezekiel. And because you're a God-fearing man, you like the name, you got a trademark, and you're like, yeah, this is going to... This is gonna work. Is it? And like I said, I'm in Pacific uh, uh, Pacific Drive. I'm in Pack Drive. We're on to bigger things. Quickly had success, right? Um, you were one of the first guys in our industry, not the skate, but the surf action sports, to uh, create subdivisions within the, the division mm-hmm. capital yeah. distribution. And you had Spare and Blonde for, for snowboarding and Castell Shoes for fucking skateboarding. Yeah. Like, hey. boom. And, and, thank, and thank you for the, the years I was there. I wish it would have lasted longer, but you know, hey. That's this show's just, not about Yeah, it's always late about late night. night. Yeah, <laughs> you know? See how this web of life? Late night's really connected. He's fucking really connected. Yeah, you know? It's really anyway, annoying. We're going we're to post some of those ads, by the way, this next week or whenever this... Dude, I can't find those things. I got a couple. <laughs> of course couple. you do. Yeah. Of course you do. But then, yeah, um, you, you faced some struggles and uh, had to exit Ezekiel. And you were proud and, and fucking you knew what you were doing and started Mata. But you couldn't pull it off. And then at that, amazingly... At that same time that you were exiting out of Mata, you had Mr. Paul Nadi give you another lifeline. Yes. And then work there for a couple of years. I wouldn't call it a lifeline. I, I, call I mean, it not a lifeline, but you know what I mean. An opportunity. Cool. Yeah. But you know, you know what I mean? It, it, like, it could be perceived that way, but um, probably, I think I was there five or six years. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a long run yeah. for, for a company. And then here you go. Vista comes out. And we hire Steve Neely. Steve Neely, and now this fucker wants to leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he wants to go do save people. You know, do education on Sorry, on uh, brain neuros, right? <laughs> brain health. Yes. Brain health. Of course. Yeah, he's gonna do some stuff. good things. He's gonna do some good things. Yeah, and now you work for a company that you fucking love and believe what? in, and yeah, you, sim- you know, you simplified and, and and drew it back to what it all how it all started with just surf. And you know? you're staying in surf and. And that's amazing. Like, and you guys are really disciplined as a company, as a brand, and hopefully other brands, you know, will, will follow suit. But hey. And, and you know what? Fortunate, this is what I tell my kids is fortunate. I mean, I did it for, I mean, I wanted to be in surf, you yeah. know, at a very young age and, and feel very blessed that I'm still able to do what I've always wanted to do, essentially, which a lot of people don't get that that choice or that opportunity. So. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you get a paycheck and then you, you become a slave to that company and that paycheck and, you know, other passions and other hobbies and other sacrifices, you know, like it's, it's you got the perfect blend. Surf, you're like good that. family. And now I'm sitting here drinking this Ashland, Ashland. Yeah. seltzer with you hey, guys. You're like that, <laughs> you're like that, um, that Chubba Chubbawamba song, that band Chubba Wamba. Linda, maybe we should stop. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop. Oh, dude. Right. You know what? We're going to have to keep track of the shit you said. Dude, Ch- remember that band Chubba Wamba? No, I get Linda, down, I'm serious. I get up again. 
That's Vinny fucking Della Pena. Yeah. All right. Dude, you, uh, we got to get the cover shots. Okay. Yeah. Cover Vinny. shots and videos. Okay. Yeah. Vinny. I don't know if I have the video. Because we don't have print these days. We'll find it. Now. We'll find like, it. Yeah. Right. We'll find it on the interwebs. The W. WW Worldwide Web. We'll oh, you guys! I, it'll take me. It'll take me a long time to find. Oh, you know what? I have it right here. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, what's your what's your email? What's your Dropbox? Hey, you know, and I'm sure you know him very well. Jim Hogan. We oh did an gosh. interview with him. He comes with his iPad. He has everything cataloged, oh, like dude. his entire like life. I, He's like, here, He's I'll just airdrop. I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> He's airdropping like all of this like content. And it was like, you know, you, I you know Jim. people. Yeah. He's awesome. I love Jimmy. Awesome. But that's, yeah. you know, you never know. He says Paul and I got the best. I, pre- I don't know if he told you guys mm-hmm. this. The K-Rock got the best photo, best tube of his life. Jim Hogan did. Paul caught Because Paul, you know, was a photographer. And he founded ZigZag Magazine. Paul founded ZigZag? Yeah, that's so gnarly. He was a board builder, a photographer, you know. Yeah. I mean, you name it. That's <laughs> not everything. You yeah. know, the Mr. Renaissance man. That's that era. But anyways, you Jimmy know? says he got... A, the, every time I see Jimmy, he's like, dude, did you know Paul got the best barrel? Like, <laughs> he was in the tube with me on the best barrel I've ever gotten in my that's life. They were both in the tube? Yeah, he was yeah, taking photos. Oh, okay. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thank, thank you. you. All right, you guys. This, yeah. this has been awesome. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys. Yeah. And uh, good luck with uh, the show, and maybe we'll go from like eight to what twenty listeners now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least, at least. 20, yeah. 20, 21 point two. All right, Lindon's off worldwide, man. Don't it's fucking worldwide. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Late night with Chucky blowing up. Yeah, boys. Booyah! Thank you, Danny. Hey, yeah. congratulations, Steve. Uh-huh. Thanks, guys. Farewell. WaveKey was created by Brad Gerlach to help improve your surfing. WaveKey is a land-based systematic surf training method. For all surfers, for all levels. Check out WaveKey.com. That's W-A-V-E-K-I.com. Wax! The wax that's found under all of the best surfers on the planet. You mean late night? Always under my feet. And Chalky? How do you think I pull those big airs? And layback Lars. And those laybacks. Wait, whoa, whoa, we're not doing the 90s again, are we? I don't do those anymore. Foo Wax, the best wax in the game. Foo Wax. Caliente Southwest Grill. Healthy Mexican food featuring local organic ingredients. They also have great salads, vegetarian and gluten-free options. Wow. Yep. Don't they also cater and make party packs? They do. They have all your needs for all your events. Nice. Visit calientesouthwest.com or go to the restaurant in Costa Mesa off of 17th Street. Caliente Southwest. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.